What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast. I'm Noxie, and we are back with Tangential Tie-Ins, and we have a little bit different kind of episode here. We got a panel, you know, with just me and a couple of my homies from the anime, uh, YouTube, and, uh, you know, uh, podcast content creator community. Uh, well, of course, we have Sensei LeGlove returning. You guys might remember him from our anime drip and evolution of Shonen storytelling episodes that we've had in the past. But we have two new guests here. We got GB from the Worst Generation podcast, and we got Sensei from Sensei Inc. How you guys doing, man? Thanks for joining me, man. Decent, bro. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Good. Pretty glad that we can finally get a... Fuck yeah. Glad we can uh, Glad we can finally come together on this. Why don't you go ahead and tell the audience, you know, like kind of like what you guys do. You guys can go in whatever order that you want, but let, let everybody know what you want. Uh, I'll, I'll take it from here. Uh, it's your boy GB from the Worst Generation Podcast, host and producer. Uh, it's an audio podcast, so we do all anime and manga topics. Season two is coming at you um, in August. Be yes, prepared. sir. What's up? Hell yeah. <clears throat> yo, yo, what's good? What's good? It's Sensei Inc., man. Here with Knox. You know what I'm saying? I am a YouTuber by trade so far. Uh, it's been pretty decent. Uh, I just want to say any of my subscribers that are watching this right now, and I know y'all will be because I'll be promoting this, please, please, please go ahead, hit that subscribe button for me, man. Knox makes great content uh, with his friends. They have a, they have a great, great uh, machine going, and uh, oh, yeah. I'd appreciate it if y'all subscribe to him. Dude, thank you, Sam. That, that means a lot, man. I appreciate that. Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy, Sensei Lake Glove, the ball head, black anime nerd, back at you niggas on tangential tie-ins with my nigga Knox, <laughs> also with my nigga GB and my nigga Sin. We in this bitch, bro. I'm excited as hell, bro. It's good to be back, bro. Feel like I'm Let's at home go. in this bitch. Fuck yeah, dude, and it's and, and it's good to have you back. Thanks for joining me, you guys. Um, what we're looking at this, uh, today in Tangential Times is child demons. So basically, the most dangerous children inside of anime and manga. This was a this was an idea that Sensei dropped on me a little bit earlier today, and I was like, oh yeah, let's get the congregation going. Let's get everybody on here for this fucking amazing topic that you that you thought of. So shout out to Sensei for the conversation topic. So. Typically, you guys know how uh, tangential tie-ins go. We all have kind of like a list prepared that no one really knows about uh, in regard to picks related to the conversation on who we think is the strongest children inside of anime. Before we get into our picks, I do like to have like, you know, um, on some of the tie-in episodes, we have kind of like a nostalgic, like look back conversation. I do want to have like a little quick convo about like the first time in anime that we were really kind of taken aback by, you know, a child character really going all out in a series where um especially inside of shonen i mean like there are a lot of like children characters but there are some that kind of like stood out as like you really didn't think that this kid was really going to do what he did or she did you know what i mean and and i feel like that is an aspect inside of eastern storytelling that you don't really see too often in the west i mean there are some really badass child characters in western storytelling you got damian wayne uh, Damian Wayne inside of Batman, for example, but I feel like it's a it's a more common thing over in the East, and at least when I was coming up in the anime world, I had never really even like thought of the concept, at least back then in the early 2000s, that like, 
holy shit, this little kid is flexing on grown men. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't really a thing to me back in the day. You know what I mean? So, and uh, anybody who wants to start the conversation off, you know, feel free. I definitely can too. I can take the reins on it unless one of you guys want to go. I'll go first again. Yeah, dude. Uh, I kind of got, so we talking like the first anime character, the child character that ever just got me thinking like, man, kids be on the, on this bullshit in anime. Yeah, I watching, yeah. Uh, I was watching Conan from Case Closed. Yes, but bro. At the time, Fuck at the yeah. time, I didn't, I didn't, like I had picked up Case Closed in the middle of it at the time, so I didn't know that he was really like an adult that was into this kid's form. Right. But watching that shit was like, man, this little shorty smart as hell. Like they got him out here solving <laughs> real cases and stuff. Like, yeah. He, he better than Scooby-Doo now. That'd be the first kid that I was looking at just going, you know, yeah. this is, this is this is next level. As far and Conan, as Conan is so crazy because it's like I, I just wanted to I just wanted to, since you brought up Conan, you got me thinking. Now it's like I remember watching a lot of Detective Conan back in the day, case closed and whatnot. And then I I find out that it's an ongoing manga and it's got like thirteen hundred chapters. And I'm like, there's no way that this mangaka is writing thirteen hundred chapters of fucking mystery stories that are like on Sherlock <laughs> Holmes levels. And this shit ain't boring yet. This shit is still going. He's like, still where's doing. He, where's like, he getting the source material? Like, yeah, where's, where's he, he getting all these twists? How does he twist? do it? How does he keep having all these murder? With the twist, these, with yeah. The like so many compelling like murder mysteries and like heist stories and shit like that it's like that's one of the more creative minds i feel like i've seen and i really want to go back at some point like read through all of detective conan just to see if that storytelling quality ever drops off you know what i mean obviously probably not if it's 1300 strong but like damn bro that shit is wild and the beauty of it the beauty of it is majority of the cases that they do i can't solve like yeah what's going on yeah so, like for him to still be writing ones that are good and entertaining but also yeah. can remain a mystery for the entire episode or chapter that you're reading that yes. is a that is a that is a feat in itself right i find that impressive yeah um, dude straight up carrying on with your question if we if we're talking strictly shonen i think the first kid that i saw on shonen was probably naruto and i was like this little oh, yeah. ass ninja this little kid <laughs> ninja this guy one jutsu was out here whooping a grown man's ass like i it, it was mind-boggling to me yeah I yeah know if bro. it was plot armor or just him being that nigga well and and before before we really even understand like what shonen's about you know what i mean like like way back in the day you're like the concept of like kids being strong you know in a world full of adults was just like so foreign to us probably you know what i mean Fact. but it's dope because it's it's empowering right yeah so here i am yeah. a little ass you know you young and you watching these little kids doing it you like well, hell yeah, G. If I just focus on my dreams and keep pushing it what I'm doing, then I'll be there too. Fact, yeah, scream real loud, stand <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a field, I'll be able to fly too, just like Vanilla. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, if you never tried to fly, you ain't no real nigga. Facts. Facts. <laughs> if you ain't never tried to hit the Kamehameha wave either, too. That, I, I, I took it a bro. step forward, bro. I, I definitely tried to uh, use a motherfucking... Oh, all the, the alchemy? Hell yeah, I tried to, I tried to straight philosopher's stone some shit. I took oh, uh, took, shorty, I took shorty chalk from across the street and drew it on, drew it on the driveway. You know, Grab no the chalk and make a transmutation. I, I didn't even make the circle, G. I'm just like, bro, all I got to do is clap. Oh, man, I ain't, I ain't seen the door, but I'm going to try anyway. Hell yeah, we try, to, we try to make a pair of scissors real quick in this classroom. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but for, me, yeah. for me, the first the first time I saw a kid that I just felt like was a bad, like the first time I just got wowed by like a child that was raw as hell, badass. Yeah, it was honestly Bleach. Ooh, Hitsugaya. 
Yes, bro. Hitsugaya, Hitsugaya was like Toshiro first, cold as hell. Yes, His bro, shit was like, so drastic too when you first see no it. No pun intended. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yes, all, all puns for me, shit. The little <laughs> nigga was cold. Like, yes, dude. Just young as hell, just look like a little ass boy, but he a whole ass captain. I'm like, yo, what? Yes. I'm like, yes. why would they make this Crazy. child a captain? <laughs> but then that nigga end up being cold as hell, like raw as hell. I'm like, yes. gee, what? Talking yes, down bro. on grown motherfuckers. I'm like, oh shit. This is different, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. fucking different. You just don't get shit like that in the West, especially, you know, like when we're younger, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like just like the recurring theme, you know, of this conversation. I'm having so many like nostalgic memories of the first time I'm experiencing anime, and there's so many things that the East does so different from the West in their storytelling. And it's like that could be an episode of its own. You know what I mean? Like the difference between fucking like anime and cartoons. We should really run that back. One of these times, right. that shit would be fucking sick. Facts. Hitsugaya, man, wow, yeah. dude. And I remember, Fire. I remember, yeah, I remember back in the day too. Like, like I just remember like being like really like I had, I felt like I had like a really strong ice affinity. Like I'm going through like Yu Yu Hakusho, and then like in the Saint Beast arc <laughs> when uh when he fights that like that Chinese like influenced you know like Saint yeah. Beast character that's got like yeah. the ice and shit, and then he goes into the dark tournament and he fights Toya, and yeah. Toya has the fucking like you know he like freezes his arm and turns it yeah. into a sword and shit i was like oh yeah i'm an ice dude for sure <laughs> i was like i was like i'm an ice dude for sure you get hits you guy in the mix now like yeah. i feel that bro i feel like niggas be picking elements bro i feel like that's yeah. a thing bro because yeah. like i'm a lightning nigga bro like <laughs> so i'll be feeling that shit bro with my brother fuck he, yeah. fuck, he fuck with fire characters so i think like people be doing that bro i don't know if yo, i know Knox said he do it i don't know if Sensei and Jake. I'm, fu- yeah, I'm a fire nigga, bro. I feel like naturally you just. I feel like naturally you just gravitate towards fire one. type of anything. Yeah, yeah. You just gravitate fire, towards bro. an element. Yeah. When I when I when I was really young, I was a water nigga, and then maybe around like when I was like 12, 13, I transitioned yeah. to fire. And yeah. I've been I've been a fire nigga since then. Hell yeah! yeah I feel like the transition when the fire nation attacked me. Right. Yeah, and I the, the the fire or the, the, the Zuko that's a might good have been point. the nigga that brought me over to the dark side. Be <laughs> Zuko, Zuko shit was crazy. drastic, bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and you talk heavy. You made a good point though, GB, about how like you started off with like one like element that you kind of gravitated towards and then like changed later. I feel like that transition for me was kind of a little, a little bit more seamless because before going into anime, I'm coming out of like kung fu movies. You know what I'm saying? And there's always like the Bruce Lee, you know, like quote, you know, like. Water, be water, my friend, be formless. You pour water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You pour water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, so, so, you know, and then that goes into like Cowboy Bebop and you got fucking Spike. That's like Bruce Lee in Cowboy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a water cat. And then all of a sudden, fuck yeah, dude. And all of a sudden it goes into Yu Yu Hakusho and now all of a sudden I'm an ice cat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. All right, Sensei Inc., uh, what was the first time in your anime experience that you witnessed a cold-blooded youngster go crazy right, for the first time so, that it really wowed you. So this pick is like also one of my picks, so mm-hmm. I won't go into too much detail because mm-hmm. I will once we get to the picks. But yeah. uh, Gohan. Yes, bro. Uh, Gohan, man. I won't go too too, too far <laughs> into the, into detail, bro, but man, that Cell Saga, bro. Yeah, dude. Man. It was drastic, man. <laughs> And man, and it, it just shocked me. Yeah. It shocked me because no one was. Ready Go, for as that. everyone knows, Gohan isn't sim- as similar to like Saiyans because he is half blooded. He, right. He's more of, have a, of a pure heart. He doesn't really like to fight That's unless right. he has to for his friends or family. So seeing him turn up like that, yes, I was just like, yo, 
Yeah, and and especially because over in the West, at least for me anyway, like we kind of got Dragon Ball Z first, you know what I mean? And like we didn't really have, and like when, when you get Dragon Ball Z first, and like I'm pretty sure it wasn't until the Cell games that I realized that there was something before this. that they, Like I could always tell like in the storytelling, I was like, I feel like we're missing something from this story, you know what I'm saying? Even starting Dragon Ball from the beginning and going through it, I was like, I feel like, there's some untold story here that, that, I, that I'm either going to get later or that's already been there. And then it wasn't until, like, the Cell games that I found out that there was a child Goku story, you know, before this. And so, like, when when you're going through Dragon Ball and you're in the Cell games and obviously, like, Gohan is kind of, like, underperformed to a certain degree up mm-hmm, until that mm-hmm. point. And then he really, like, came into his own there. And, I mean, the rest of the Z fighters are all grown-ass mm-hmm. men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Chaozu is some other shit. But, like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? I mean what the hell is Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> definitely, I mean, especially because Dragon Ball was, like, my first major anime. And and that was actually the, uh, what I was going to say as well, is that Gohan was the first time that, you know, that, that I really saw a child character in anime really wow me. So that's actually that's actually perfect. We can kind of, like, share that that part in this Gohan little, like, was on my list, too. Hell yeah. The, fuck the crazy- How can he not be on, on the list, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The crazy thing about Gohan, like, yeah. I, had, I read Dragon Ball before I saw Dragon Ball Z. I think I remember for, you saying that when I was on your show. Yeah, yeah, so many people that, like, so many of my friends that, niggas that would never watch Dragon Ball Z or anything, they were, or would never watch any other anime, they were into Dragon Ball Z. And I feel like Gohan was the first character that all of these kids had ever seen that's a kid like them that they was really relating to. Yeah. And that set Gohan up to be the biggest name in fiction that any of us had ever knew and for him to have like that downgrade or what we perceive as a downgrade yeah um as you go forward when he becomes great say man yeah like <laughs> it makes me wonder if we had experienced shonen before that and we were used to like child characters doing what they do yeah well we have put gohan on such a high pedestal for what he did in the cell games that's actually so wow that's a that's a really good question because I, I honestly do feel like his character kind of got hoed for like to to a certain degree because it's like see yeah it was it was stated that though see like yeah. me this is this is the thing with me right like uh, him becoming great Sandman makes perfect sense for his character it's just the execution of how he went how he went about doing that for mm-hmm. Gohan is yeah. what I feel like is the problem oh, okay. because Gohan's character he like the entire thing even after the Cell games um you know when when later on when hercule you know uh takes like credit like he he doesn't even speak up because that's not gohan's character gohan wants to he wants to take care of people and take care of his friends and family but he doesn't want the fame that comes with it he doesn't that's want right. the, the, the publicity and that's what the whole you know great sandman came into fruition that's what it was for so i like why i like the reasoning for it i just don't like how it was executed i don't really like I don't know how he could have changed it or you know yeah, even made, made like better. a different yeah. a different um you know plot point for for Gohan to to do what he wants to do but yeah. so it's it's kind of like a double edged sword for me because it's like I I understand 100% why yeah this happened but like none of us really like it and I you know? and, and to, I remember like point, yeah I'll oh, um, go ahead GB yeah yeah to your point speaking to the execution for me Great Sandman feels like a gag character. Mm. which is like a gag identity of Gohan's, which is so yeah. far from what I really, like where we, where I thought Gohan would progress. I have no problem with him being a superhero, if a mass superhero, that's not yeah. an issue for me. But yeah. like him becoming like this semi gag exactly. character, it didn't work for me. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like because it didn't of work how for much, any of us. <laughs> how much, well, I think it was because of how much comic relief he ended up becoming in the yeah. series. I was know, getting I hella Hercule vibes. Yeah, from that yeah, nigga. yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like a lot of the reason why 
you know, we kind of like feel cheated out of that Gohan progression is because of the way that the storytelling had kind of hyped him up and up until that point. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the beginning of his character arc, he's more of like a bookworm, <clears throat> he's more of like a scholar, and he's more like based on his studies. But then like as time goes on, he starts seeing more and more of what his father does. And now he starts to understand the responsibility of having say in blood. And he knows that he has to be a fighter because the world depends on his strength because he's so much different than everybody. So you see him coming into his own as the series progresses and then you start seeing him get feet after feet and all this progression until we see him in cell games and then we see him come back as mystic gohan and then like when he starts scraping boo you're like finally this is the moment we've been waiting for since cell games and then he gets hoed and and, and the boo saga <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying and then his character like kind of like starts going like he, he got whooped so bad it was kind of like hulk versus yeah. thanos you know what i'm saying like he was, <laughs> he was like i was like wait a minute maybe i just need to be and a that really man. that really bro that yeah. really hurt that really yeah. hurt me bro and yeah. like it's just it hurt me so much because uh, like you said there was so much hype yeah. around yeah. him Getting this training to get his, you know, yeah. his mystic mode. Like he was going to take over the, for Goku eventually. Like that, like yeah, that was, with yeah. the Z sword like, and yeah. stuff like Super that. Saiyan. Yeah. And yeah. then when it, and then it happens and it's just a letdown again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> they gave him a, uh, Toriyama gave him a mix of that Vegeta and Yamcha treatment. Oh, no, dude. Because he, he, like, yeah. Yamcha was such a serious character in Dragon Ball. And then he kind of, like, took this arc where he becomes, like, this secondary kind of gaggish type character. Yeah. And then Vegeta yeah. is still a serious character, but he all, he has to get hold for story. And that's kind of yeah. where, like. Gohan ended up in just that one shot from Freezer. That was it for me. Yeah, they tried yeah. to like but that's my thing. this character. Is super. <laughs> that's my thing, G. Like it was, it was stated. Uh, yeah. Toriyama was saying like after the Cell games, he was either gonna end the story, right, right, or let Gohan be the the main, the main character. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so many people was like, no, nah, like, no, it's all about Goku. Goku. Yeah, Goku's that nigga. Yeah, like, we've been so following he him couldn't... since the eighties. Yeah. So... <laughs> It, that was basically why he had to do that shit. Or yeah. why which brings it. me, which brings me to a point before we move on. That yeah. The, that a podcast mentor mentor brought to me. Yeah. Don't let the fans control your art. Bro. Straight up though. <laughs> Straight up. And and I don't know. Don't how let much... the fans control your art. And, like they love it, and you should listen to their feedback. But yeah. Do what you're gonna do because that's why they're here anyway. But a lot of it could be editorial want. too, though. You know what I mean? Like editorial is True. the one that's seeing what the fan reception says, exactly. and then going to the manga like you have to do this because this is what the analytics say. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, now, now a motherfucker that says clouded up inside of you know Shueisha as Toriyama, you'd think would have a little bit more pull because look what Togashi gets to do. You know what I'm saying? Look what like you know what I'm saying? Like Togashi just be like, leave me alone. I'm gonna drop my little volume every two years, get this yen, and go back to Dragon Quest. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't really be they don't really be on his heels at least it doesn't feel that way but i mean i don't know maybe maybe toriyama has a little bit more of a responsibility because of how legendary his series is i'm not 100 sure how it works over there but but yeah I, I feel you on that though gb but great conversation though at the beginning of the episode here kind of like going back in time a little bit like we like to do in these tie-in episodes but getting into the topic at hand getting into these wait we picks. need your character though nox he oh, said, me, oh, I I, I kind of shared it with you know with Sensei oh, you because Gohan too? yeah right, my cool. first my first one was 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 Gohan too and I and you want to know what there's gonna be probably a lot of times throughout this conversation where like we don't know what each other have chosen but I bet you there's gonna be some overlap you know what I'm saying of our picks and if that's the case sure. we'll just fucking have the we're gonna have the powwow so anyway yeah you know what I'm saying so <laughs> For sure. so yeah so so we can just come together on that but yeah who wants to go first man who who wants to who wants to throw the first pick out there man so check it out what you got. <laughs> I don't know if niggas peep, but I got, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a low, I got a like a, a little sleeper pick. 
oh, the sleeper pick. Oh, okay. No, nah, sleeper pick. Your mm-hmm. sleeper pick is the better term. I've been mm-hmm. drinking. <laughs> sleeper pick, right? Doug from Gangsta. Doug from Gangsta. Okay, so I haven't seen Gangsta yet. So you have to, you have to give me, give me a little. Nobody bit. seen Gangsta. I right, just Google his image. Yeah, I just, hold on, let just me, Google hold his on, image. Let me, hold on, let me. Look. Doug is a little nigga with dreads <laughs> that has two, like two, like I don't even want to. I don't know what type of swords, but they kind of curved. Oh, yeah. You, you had swords. me at swords. Yes, sir, bro. <laughs> he is that nigga, G. And, I, like, and, I, and I've seen He got shit. me with the hoodie, bro. I, I, oh, yeah, the hoodie and the dreads. That nigga lit. No, y'all need. Gangster is a cold ass twelve episode uh, anime. I've seen clips from it, it's, and it looks like it's a bunch of grown ass men. So is this? Bro, like if you you could just watch Doug versus Nicholas, bro. Okay, you could just less. watch that. Say less. <laughs> Doug Say versus less. Nicholas is perfect. Say but less. yeah, Doug is yeah, a, Doug. Doug bag, is that nigga, G. Like, wow. look, he's an assassin working from like working for like this uh, opposing organization. Yeah, but the, uh, without getting too spoilery into yeah. Gangster, it's like. Um, the the organization he he's basically a, a gun a gun for hire. Oh, okay. Right, type of right, situation. Right. Well, he's so, a gangster, you know. Yeah. So he <laughs> yeah. he kind of plays he kind of plays both sides when yeah. he has to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the in, the encounter where you where he well he's introduced just often niggas. Right. Just wow. often niggas, and then the the main character who is Nicholas and somebody else. Yeah. Was trying to figure out who the fuck is killing these grown ass men. Yeah. And then. <laughs> When they find out that it's this one, <laughs> they're like, like, "Oh wait, shit, hold on!" And he's serious, like he's, he's serious, and they have a, a full blown fight. They have a full blown wow. fight on like multiple rooftops. Wow, like it was lit, G. Like That's fucking amazing. lit, bro. And they got they like uh they got human restrictions, right? It's not like they got any powers or anything like that, right? Yeah, they just these niggas. are just regular ass okay, people. Cool, cool. One of them niggas actually deaf. <laughs> really? like oh. doing sign language in the show yeah oh, bro. dude that's fucking sick i don't think, I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen that before the main character bro Nicholas. main character is is deaf is deaf what man i go hold on let me go ahead and get into this gangster I mean, gee, it's yeah, on hulu got, bro it's on hulu if you got hulu gee, that shit is lit shit, we got dororo he was he was deaf blind all that if we we talk oh dororo yeah, Dororo yeah well Dor- yeah dororo yeah yeah absolutely i have seen that before you're right Fuck yeah. Okay, and I think the coolest aspect of this conversation is just like the times in these stories that we're going to bring up because the I think the best part of it is the reaction that the adults have that these kids are fucking doing what they're doing, you know what I mean? Like that. And and you know and as and as a younger kid, you know what I'm saying, first getting into anime, I see like myself like now I'm like, okay, now I want to blow the the wigs off of all these adults. I want to <laughs> compete with all these adults the way these little kids are and obviously. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not it's, you know, it's not impossible, but it's just like something that you that another reason why you kind of like look up to this shit when you were younger. But man, Doug, yeah. dude, Doug and Gangster. Okay, so Doug versus Nicholas, I'm going to peep that out. This, I I'm gonna peep. Go I'm going to peep the whole joint because it looked like some I would fuck episodes, with. That, that 12 episodes or 13. It's not okay. 24. Okay. I can get 12 to that to Okay. Facts. <laughs> that wow. shit cold. Doug. Fuck yeah, dude. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Who's next? All right, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and get, get this young goat out the way. Go ahead, bro. Got my got my nigga Norman from Promise Neverland. Bro, fuck Woo! yeah! I have a, yes, I have it, bro. I have him on my list too, bro. Woo! I got it on my list Mr. too. Mr. Norman. Yo, the first Yo. time, the first time I realized that this nigga Norman was that nigga, bro. Yes. Is when Don and Gilda when they recruit them. Yeah. And they and they're trying to find out if either one of them are the traitors. So he does the whole thing with the rope. Yes, bro. And he plays this nigga Ray like to a the fiddle. left. To the left, bro. <laughs> but, oh my god. Oh my god, Dude, boy. The, when the, he did that to that yeah. boy. Yeah. 
That was yeah, when he comes up to him and he says, "You're the traitor." I said, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and he explains how he did it. Yes. I was like, "Yo, this man is cold." Now you all and then ever man. and then ever since then, yeah, he's been cold throughout the rest of this fucking story, bro. Yes, he's bro. been that dude. Norman, <laughs> like, is, Norman is so different, man, and it's like you. And that I think that is the moment when you when you truly realize it because you can tell. And I mean, like, they set that precedent in Promise Neverland that, like, you know, Norman is clearly the smartest. Emma has the best physical capabilities. Norman is kind of, or I mean, Ray is kind of like, you know, somewhere in between. You know what I'm saying? You could tell that he was a he was an intellectual cat too, but he wasn't really on Norman's level. But at the same time, he was I think, lazy. Yeah, I think he, he was like lazy justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and he was the one that was keeping up the closest with Emma. But like while he was like trying to find ways to like chase her and like kind of like cut her off at the pass, this motherfucker Norman's already at the finish line. Like, what's up, Emma? Tag. You know what I'm saying? So like it was a really cool relationship that they had there. But like like Sensei was saying, you really didn't know how different Norman was until the rope. The, until the rope scene yeah dude fuck yeah dude norman norman was was so good and especially going into crazy the, going bro. into the manga like after that are I mean, y'all wait before we talk yeah, further about right. the mangas everybody yeah. caught up um like, I, I've, I've i've read the whole thing i wasn't going to go into spoiler territory because i yeah, know okay. sensei is an anime only um and, I, yeah, and okay. I don't know i don't know exactly are right, we GB gonna is. chill then yeah we're gonna we chill. can we can we can be vague with yeah it. yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely but there's there's a lot you know uh well actually let, let's see what is the fucking anime cover Oh yeah, because they do escape from Gracefield House leave. by yeah. the leave. Oh, so we can't say nothing, bro. Yeah, we can't say nothing, bro. But hey, but, but you know hey, and I know. But yeah, that this man Norman Cole, bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, and 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 just to, and just to make sure that there's no spoiler action anywhere, a lot of it has to do with what he did, you know, kind of like behind the scenes before he got sent out. So you know, it's not like major, you know, spoilers like in the in the in the later stages of the series, but like. My, that that motherfucker Norman was was on was on business before before bro, he left that tell, motherfucking yo, since house. Since I'm bro. telling you, bro, when, bro, when you see, bro, I'm telling you, bro, you gonna be like, yo, <laughs> yo, this, yeah, he cold, bro. That's all yeah. I can say about it, bro. Yeah, like yeah. he's really I that fuck, dude. He was my like, favorite. He was my favorite character. Bro. Yeah, and, and I he love gonna, and he gonna keep being. Yeah, <laughs> that yes. nigga is key cold, bro. <laughs> yo, and I love how we we are all coming to this conversation with characters that represent different kinds of you know capabilities inside of these picks you know what i mean because it, it could be very easy for yeah. us to just choose the strongest you know child character yeah because when i went through my list the first yeah. time bro i yeah. was like i was just picking strong motherfuckers but then i was yeah. like hold on man because other niggas kinds are strong of strength now things. Yeah, yeah 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 wow so, then i had to put norman on there but i think the next season is going to cover goldie pond so i'm super Ooh, excited for that, that shit's going to be drastic bro motherfuckers gonna are not ready fire not, <laughs> that's gonna be fire they're not ready for for goldie pond for sure absolutely Ooh. great great pick inside of norman bro gb get in your bag brody uh so i'm gonna keep with the with the trend i got i went with conan i'm yeah. gonna do another character that's different from just being flat out strength because i got a lot of those but i want to yeah. get to them later hell yeah i got uh shiro from no game no life okay. yes sir okay okay, okay, okay. i really you. i really i really fuck her intelligence her cunning <laughs> like her logic her ability to make calculations and then yeah. really execute on that shit g that shit is unmatched in no game no life that's the little we, sister of the main character that's the right? little sister bro okay i haven't and, seen i haven't seen all of no game no life i think i've seen like like two two episodes 
I, yeah. I wanted to so, put Shorty from that last game where they was like had to play like basically yeah. paintball. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot her name though. Yeah, she little, was cold too. That, and that's the one. That's the one that really sold me on her because like her performance in that game. I'm like, bro, you a bad <laughs> bitch. And like really not trying to spoil it for Noxy G. No, no, no. Dude. It's all good. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I'm, I'm um, definitely. I, if if everybody's seen no game but life but me. Go ahead. I'm I'm really so, so, not that big into I don't really care about spoilers. Yeah, I'll watch so it. So anyway. there, there's one there's one game they do where it's yeah. a it's a virtual reality world and that's the one that really sells her character to me because it it one shows the amount of trust that Sora has in her has like a, a performer and an executor on the team of blank. Yeah. And then two she just gets in her fucking bag, bro. She's like five steps ahead of everybody else <laughs> yes. for the rest of the game. Yes. And you really don't even see it until the end. And wow. when it all happens, bro, it unfolds. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, I've been playing at this level. And Sora's like, yeah, she's been there the whole time. I'm <laughs> tripping. Y'all been tweaking. And that's always so like, like the best like way to like go about it, too. Especially like when you have, yeah. I feel like female intelligent characters are like super underrepresented. You know, at least like as far as like female characters that are the smartest in the series, you don't really, I feel like you don't really see that too often. I'm not saying that it never happens, but I feel like that's really rare. I can't really think of too many times where a female character is the most intelligent character in the series. Like, in it, the, it 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 is an off thing. It's usually yeah. like a, I see you see like the male. Yeah. Um. And and also with Shiro, I think I found myself at times like being a little off put by her character, by how they like objectify and sexualize her, like looking at my pants. Yeah, that's like that's that. kind of like what turned me off from the series. You know, the the first it's time a little I was going it's a little it. strange because they're brother and sister, you, right? They are, and See, that's what. So now you got incest going on too, and it's like. And beyond uh, the incest, she's she's I'm like she's eleven or like I'm ten. I'm telling you, G. In, See, in no game fuck life. all of that. You, that show. Once cold. you get past that, <laughs> it just take it as the it take it as the trope that it is. Yeah. She's easily one of the smartest and brightest and best characters. I would say she she's debatably one of the smartest characters in anime. Like you can put you can you can argue that list out. That's fucking awesome, dude. I I, I would I, argue that list for her. I would love to see like more representation like that inside of inside of Eastern storytelling. And I mean, like it doesn't even really happen all too often in the West either. I think the, the strongest example of like American comic book like super smart child female characters like Valeria Richards inside of like Fantastic Four because obviously you got Mister Fantastic. He's the smartest character in Marvel. Then you got like dr doom and he's like kind of like tied with him you know what i'm saying but like obviously a little bit under him but then their daughter valeria richards is literally just as mentally and like intelligently capable as reed and dr doom and they're going to her for advice half the time and that was the first time i had ever even seen anything like that and i was like oh fuck yeah i can get with that and now that you bring up shiro I'm like, damn, I don't, I don't think I ever seen that in anime before. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, why she yeah. stood out to me. I like yeah. Shiro. And then, uh, speaking of of Western, um, I don't know her age though. Uh, what's Ironheart? The new, the new Iron Man? Oh, Riri Williams. Riri. Yeah, Riri. Yeah. What's her age? Is, um, is I think like, she's like 15. Yeah, I was about to say 15 or 16. So I'll put her in the in the in the kid category. Yeah, yeah, for she sure. She gets that super genius call too. So like, yeah. But yeah, she wrote from No Game No Life, man. Dude, that's a that's an amazing Go that's it. an amazing pick. You might hey, and you want to know what people have told me to read or you know or watch No Game No Life all the time. I've never heard a better you know reason to than you getting in your bag about Shiro before. So I might have to get Pete. Do you feel me? <laughs> her, her twelve and, episodes, uh, G. Yeah. The, yes, it's that's an easy watch too. Like it's twelve. Like you're saying with yeah. Yes. Like twelve yes. episodes. It's twelve. Those twelve watch. joints I, I are super it, easy to knock out. Watch it. I watched it on like a on a road trip or some shit. Fuck yeah. Got half the episodes out the way on a road trip. Like it's easy money. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Okay. So what is me? <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you know where I'm going. I'm surprised they nobody. I'm, I'm surprised they no one said this. We, not, but we, I'm sure we, we might be saving characters from that. Right, we, we left all be... the characters from that look, series for you. Look, hey, check it, check it. I'm sure this is on all of y'all's list. But you know, we coming into the Zoldic era. Facts, right? It's Zoldic hours, baby. It's big Killerwood. You feel me? Big Killerwood. Big key. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck Facts. yeah. And Killua, dude, Killua was like the first time that like, obviously Gohan was the first time I'd ever seen it, but Killua was the first time I ever, hardcore, sun in, like from sun up to sundown, I will never stop standing Killua to the degree that I do. You know what I'm saying? He, go. he really, he, he really, he really is. He really is my favorite. And I, after we, after we done talking, I got a question about a taker that one of my pods made. Ooh, about yeah. Killua. Okay. I can't. Okay, Stop, I can't. man. Don't, don't even go. do it like that. Ass, what is that? Ass? Ass? I'm hey, keep, keep it with <laughs> the <laughs> team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, it's gonna be on global radio uh, come Friday. Oh so yeah, I we guess, got. I'm down to talk about that. Fuck yeah. But but yeah, man. I don't know. Killua was so cold blooded, bro. And it's like hunter hunter was such a different series you know what i mean that i had ever experienced before and it handled the tropes that i've seen in other anime before so well and so differently that like when i seen this like kid assassin character archetype you know inside of killua i was just completely blown away because when he's introduced in you know the the hunter exam arc he's like what's up i'm killer he's riding a skateboard i'm already fucking with you white the white, only nigga on the skateboard only motherfucker on his only <laughs> nigga on the skateboard only motherfucker you know what i'm saying white hair obviously all right i'm with you there white hair like i'm really big into white haired anime characters and right. his his voice actor all that shit everything just like gravitated me towards him already i was already fucking with him and then he's like i'm an assassin by the way but you know i don't really want to be an assassin anymore so that's why i'm like kind of like out here looking for a friend and i was like okay so he's gonna be the soft you know what i'm saying like you know he's he ain't trying to kill nobody no more you know what i'm saying but he's quick to turn the fuck up anyway and i was like oh no we ain't getting no kind of like it's not like he's not fighting with himself like he's doing it for gone it's not like because he'll kill anybody at any time like that's the thing that i love the most about his character was that he still will really rip your fucking head off but he's like okay now that i got a friend i should probably chill he just didn't want to do it contractually inside of his family anymore mm -hmm. that's that's the whole aspect of i'm a i'm an assassin and i don't want to be an assassin anymore because i've seen that before you know what I mean? people have a change of heart they're contract killers all of a sudden they you know like roni kenshin for example mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. he really don't want to kill nobody no more but killua just don't fuck with his family no more and i wasn't ready for him to kill people the way that he did like when he gets uh johannes the fucking like serial killer inside of the trick tower Mm -hmm. inside of the hunter exam I rips his fucking heart out and fucking puts it in the, the holding the, the, that the, bitch yeah hold, yeah exactly wait no he was holding that bitch he's Ooh. like well it happens it happens yours it happens a little bit differently in the anime than it does in the manga because in the manga he rips his heart out and then Johannes is like huh you know what I mean and he looks over and it's like you know what I mean in his hand and then he's holding it he, he does the cold butt of that stare and then Johannes is like give it back and he like goes to reach for it and in the manga Killua crushes it in his face and then he fucking dies in the anime he wraps it up in the piece of the shirt that he ripped off when he ripped his heart out and then he dies and then he puts it in his hand I don't know what's more ruthless <laughs> I don't know what's more ruthless giving it oh, back ruthless. giving it yeah, back putting, or putting it. a nigga heart in his hand that's, <laughs> that's kind of hard like, yeah after yeah, he bro. dead yeah yeah that's shit crazy I'm having a hard time with this one bro because lately and this is just a little a little off topic but not too off topic yeah, but lately ahead. My girlfriend is like a Kahlua stand, like to the point that it's just ridiculous. So I've been giving a hard time about Kahlua, even though I love him. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> I've been hitting with that bullshit. Oh, been, calling them, been calling them trash behind the scenes and oh, all that. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Let her <laughs> stand. Let her stand. That's a bad bro, take. You gotta bro, let listen, her stand. Listen, listen, everybody knows I love Killer Wood, yeah. but when I'm talking to her, <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, I get it. She, cause she be going too hard, bro. Yeah, like, to yeah. the point, I'm just like, yo, babe, all right, all right, all right, bro. Okay, okay. He ain't in all that. He's the goat, like, bro, all right, like, <laughs> but nah, Kilua is a different nigga, bro. I, yes. I feel like he's on my list too. I'm sure he's on everybody's list, like you said. But yeah, man, man, that motherfucker, man, is cold, bro. But I think, I think, throughout the story, he had moments, bro. Yeah. But like, I like the sentimental moments too, though. Yeah. With, Kil mm -hmm. with Kilua, especially the, the hospital scene where he realized like he's the only one I could save gone. Mm -hmm. Like that, that shit was real deep. Oh, it's yeah. like, and that's why I fuck with his character because it's like. He has these badass moments, you know, but he also has like good writing too. Yeah, like yeah. he's a well-written character. Yes. He's not just like a meathead character. No. He's like he has those meathead moments. Yes. But he has great writing behind him too. Every and he's going time. through he's this probably, change. Probably one of the best. Yeah. Like yeah. He's uh, going. Hunter Hunter, Hunter Hunter has a whole lot of well-developed characters. Yeah. He's top three. Yeah. yeah. Easily. He's <laughs> like Easily. the entire Easily. story. He's he's progressing. Like, yes. And it's just like you can see the changes in him, and it's just like it's, that's what I love so much about Kilo. Yeah, that man. he can be this cold-hearted, cold-blooded assassin, but also you know have a soft side because he yeah. met a friend for the first time, right? That he feels close to. Yeah. Also, and like by the end of the story, it's like going and Kilo are like they're brothers to me. Like yeah. they're they're oh, friends, yeah. of course, but yeah. it's like they're family. You know, so and it's so crazy and as you like explore more of the. Sorry, GB, I just want to say this. Okay, it's so crazy as you explore more of the, the Zoldic family because you mm -hmm. see these qualities inside of Killua that are relatable and it starts making you like question yourself almost to a point like why am I relating so much to contract killers you know what I mean and like Killua kind of like is like you're like okay Killua was the anomaly here you know what I mean but then as you learn more about the Zoldic family in general you see that Silva's actually an amazing person and then you see Silva's that Silva's like, my favorite character yeah, and, then, yeah <laughs> and you see that Zeno you know Zeno might be the coldest one in the family but then like you know you're like okay so obviously he's the pinnacle of this like philosophy that this family has where it's like contract killing all time be a machine fuck humanity fuck friends type shit but he's cool with silva who's cool with killua and then you get the chimera ant saga where they go to invade the fucking you know royal uh ant base and then he sends the dragon dive down and accidentally hits komugi and then he quits the arc he was like you didn't tell me she was gonna be here i just killed somebody i think for the first time that i wasn't paid to he takes his <laughs> exactly. job so seriously and that's just like an aspect to the like and that really makes like that. Ma that really yeah. like made me think that moment made me think like man do these niggas don't like not kill niggas regularly like yeah 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 like if a nigga ever like really approached them on that bullshit do they really like try to talk him down like they yeah. like he tried to do uh chitu or whatever yeah, the fuck? yeah 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 i'm like is that just happening you know what I'm saying? Yeah. because they assassins it's probably right. a whole lot of motherfuckers that got Trying money on their head yeah, yeah. So it's like, do you really, you know, I don't think we should do this. Like, let's just not. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you approach anybody Man, that you ain't paid to kill? I never even thought about that. The the thing that makes Silver so cold, and like him representing the family, is that yeah. um, you you get that sense of honor and that sense of cold from him, and yeah. then you find out that that really permeates throughout mm -hmm. the family um, because you experience it through him. Mm -hmm. And then when you see the the grandfather come in, uh, Zeno Zeno. come in yeah and do that you like oh like this shit is everyone yeah but like Tagashi to get back to Killua Tagashi really snapped when he put that type of duality in a child yes bro that's within the story so like you see these subtle moments where you've got Killua the contract killer 
and even as far back as like the hunter uh the hunter exam when he's on the skateboard and he really wants to be a kid and wants to like have these moments of of pure joy and compassion yeah. and, and and sharing and he sees gone is running he's like oh well this kid is running i'm gonna run with him yeah yeah i'm gonna be a kid with him yeah so he hops off the skateboard and runs with him and you like get these moments throughout the whole show and that's what makes him so relatable because yes. we all have that duality within us where we find ourselves especially as kids be like man i'm finna blow this whole bitch up mom got one more time to say something to me g oh my god <laughs> and i'm losing my mind <laughs> and then you got moments where like you want to be with family bro you yes, want to be eating bro. good food wow. and laughing and telling tales g killer what brings that to you wow story. dude that's so true that is so that was so well said Fuck yeah and i think the most compelling thing about killer was writing is that although everything you said is definitely a factor he still have moments where he's fighting the urges of like his indoctrination and training into this craft or into this profession or into this upbringing that he has where he has those malicious urges to take his frustrations out in ways that he only knows best which is to murder people you know what i mean and like you see that on the airship when they're going from the trick tower to zevil island to do the fucking tag you know right. the the, the mm -hmm. tag uh, trial. Netro was toying with his ass. Netro was toying with his it. ass, and he couldn't get the ball. He couldn't get the ball, and Killer was like, "I was gonna kill that fucking man if he didn't like if I if I kept playing that game, I was gonna kill that old ass man." And he's like walking back to his fucking like room or whatever, and you had those random ass hunter examiners or you know examinees like kind of like shoulder check him or something like, "Watch out, little kid, <laughs> for I for I beat your ass or something like that." And he was like, right. "All right, now I'm killing somebody." You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to die. He takes today. all their fucking heads <laughs> off in a silhouette. You know what I'm saying? And he walks off with a smirk on his face. Like, I'm glad I got that out of my system. I was like, whoo, bro. But that's that's that kid yeah. shit. And that's yeah. what you see, the difference between him and Silva. Killua yeah. hasn't yet learned to effectively manage those feelings and emotions that's that right. he has as a child. That's right. And he goes through that, which is like, if we look at reality in the same way, like you have people that didn't really get disciplined and learn about like how to deal with what's going on in their life and their emotions and then yeah. they they lash out and blow up entire like cities and towns and yes. shoot up schools yes. and then you got people that was raised like learning how to deal with that shit and, and and thinking with logic and suppressing emotions and they they deal with stress and deal with those situations different yeah dude. i think you see that progression in killer as it goes and then that moment that he has with Silver, where Silver's telling him, like, go do you. Yeah. That brings it full circle. Like, I can be who I am and still be a part of this family as a contract killer. Fuck yeah, and I dude. think then we start seeing a different progression of Killua. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, dude, that's 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 amazingly said once again. Fuck yeah, Killua, man, gotta be on Killua, the list. Bro. Anybody Indeed. watching this right now? I mean, I've, I'm gonna put him on the thumbnail. <laughs> don't get it, don't get it twisted. He, he going on the thumbnail because that's my goat. You know what I'm saying? But. But yeah, man, uh, I would be very surprised if someone watching this did not have Killua somewhere near the top of their list. Fuck yeah. Facts. All right. Uh, What's up? Who's for next? For me. Yeah. So it's me. I think we back full circle. See, you went, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we back. Yeah, I think, I think we, uh, all, yeah, we all win, got bro. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, I, I got another one that I feel like will probably be on everybody's list, uh -oh. but I don't give a fuck because he my nigga. Let's go. <laughs> Young Pride. Oh, dude. Selling, Young Bradley. Selling Bradley, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. Young Bradley from oh FMA. Oh, dude. Yes, bro. Let's fucking go, bro. Like, I, he's another. He's him. another. Yes, bro. He's another one of them niggas that, like, Early on in my anime enjoying career, yes, was like, wow, this nigga serious, bro. Yes, and dude. and what's crazy about him, he was like, since he a op, he played that like, that kind of like 
backwards role, like that child. Yeah. I'm a child, so yeah. I'm gonna be innocent right. and shit. But I'm actually yes the one of the strongest. The, yes. You know what I'm saying? The I'm second strongest homunculus. I think he's exactly. He's, I think he's second in command, but he is physically the strongest one. I think is what. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that's, and I think he's got like, man, I don't know how he's. I mean, I know, I know it's father. You know what I'm saying? And I know that it's, you know, like that kind of whole like dynamic because this is inside of brotherhood that you're talking about right now. And right. Yeah. So like, obviously, he's not gonna be final boss. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't really see nobody fucking with him at all inside of that Bro, team. Alphonse <laughs> had to use a whole ass uh, philosopher stone yeah, just yeah. to contain him. Yeah. Bro. Just to contain him. Yeah, bro. Wow. So yeah, no, nah, he was he he's that motherfucking nigga, bro. His power is fucking yeah. crazy. I love that. Like it was the first time you really in anime for me. I yeah. saw like a child that was you know what I'm saying doing that. Oh, we must get you some tea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All that play that playful ass fucking yeah. joint. But he yeah. you know what I'm saying. But he got the sneaky look yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But not, it's one thing to have a sneaky look and just be like a, a bad kid, and it's another yeah. thing to be completely savage like yeah yeah, yeah you know bro. what i'm saying next yeah. level crazy next level wow. dangerous your, your first, bro your first time watching it did it throw you like did you think he was just a bad kid did you find I, no like, bro i thought he was a good kid yeah, dude, like did, i thought he was bro because so many kids that. so many kids in that show was just kids yeah mm -hmm. like think about uh you know what i'm saying tucker daughter uh, uh nina look yeah nina tucker bro Fucking uh, uh, they were, but he was what's the name daughter? Role. He was having an extended role in like weird situations. I didn't think he was gonna be bad, yeah. but I thought he was gonna I just be something. He was a kid. I just thought he was a kid. Until yeah. so that first time they showed like him on some sneaky shit. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what the fuck going on with this little nigga? Well, coming right? coming out of 2003's adaptation too. I'm pretty sure he was just a kid in that whole show. So so like, I don't think he. I don't even think that he's a yeah, he wasn't pride. in 2003. He wasn't pride in the yeah, first one. He yeah. was a pride. He was pride in FMA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, so like going, like coming from 2003 and going into 2009, you're like, oh yeah, it's Celine Bradley. Okay, okay, we, we got him back. It's just that little kid from, you know, from the first joint. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then I think that's what made the twist so crazy is that you're like, okay, wait a minute, What's because Bradley was pride in 2003. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then you find out and then dude when, oh my God, bro, I just remembered when Roy Mustang is like, is deciphering the fucking shit that like Hawk, I think Hawkeye gives it to him. And he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, he's like under a blanket with like a flashlight on the book or whatever. And he's like deciphering, he's like selling Bradley's a humunculus. Bro, when I seen that shit, yes, bro, bro, I was like, oh my God. Yes, bro. bro. I yes. want to, I want to, I wanted Leak to do a, uh one day we're gonna have to have a run my fade with uh selling Bradley or Pride against uh Buddy from Stray Dogs. Ooh, uh with the Rocky gun. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't you know I, I, my bad. I thought oh, you were talking I, th I thought you were talking about gangsta again. I'd be getting no, no, gangsta no, 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 and bungo no, no, no. stray dogs confused because yeah. that's like a But I mean they, it, it, it is yeah, yeah, gangsta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you was talking about buddy with the dreads from earlier in the conversation. No, no, like, no. He's no, that no, cold, bro. bro. I was like, yeah. who's that cold? Gangsta? Yeah. Not bungo stray dogs. People. Yeah, yeah, stray yeah. dogs. Everyone's been, yeah, everyone tells me about Bungo, bro. I I need to get on that too. Um, wow. But yeah, man, Pride, Pride, dude, Pride is a Pride is an incredible pick, bro. I completely Cold forgot about. I completely <laughs> forgot about, dude, bro. Yeah, I didn't have him on my list either. I forgot about though. <laughs> Let's go. But he yeah. cold as hell. Yeah, bro. man, you triggered I, so I many. I kept him off my list. Drastic since memories. Since he told me earlier, he was picking him. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, I'm picking oh, Pride. Talking. Why did I tell you I'm picking Pride? I told you I had niggas from FMAB though. <laughs> I mean, who you picking straight kids from FMAB? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. 
I guess there's really how many picks, how many <laughs> I picks you I got. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even go to FMAB. I was just like, because I, so I didn't want to have the same people on my list that he got. I'm trying yeah. to, you know, yeah, get I appreciate you. Yeah, but yeah, no, I didn't tell you that. That was an, that was an, that was an amazing, amazing pick. Selling Bradley, fuck yes, that, sir. Solid okay. pick. All right, who's next? Who's next? I think it was me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, oh, yeah, so my next pick is going to be a shocker, all right? It's going to be a shocker, but <laughs> and it's pure, but it's purely for swag purposes. Let's this go, guys. One, of, one of the cleanest niggas, bro. My nigga, Gary Oat. Yo, listen, listen, yo. Gary G. Bro, I wasn't ready for Gary, bro. bro. Listen, listen. Oh, my God. First episode, bro, pull up in the car with straight bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he was the the 50 cent gift when he pulls up. (laughs) The entire entire first season, he just swags on Ash. Every time they see oh, each other, bro. Then we go. Then we go. This is this is what solidified it for me. Then we go to the first movie. We get to the first movie, and this man Gary pulls up on Giovanni. Is bodying this man. Oh makes G- makes bodies this nigga. Makes him pull a legendary Pokemon out. And then this is the first time I ever seen this, and I don't even know if I've seen it any time after. This nigga Gary said, "Oh fuck that," and pulled out multiple Pokemon at once Man, to fight this nigga. He jumped him. <laughs> he jumped him. <laughs> Yo, and I was like, bro, pure, for pure swag purposes, I had to put oh, Gary Oak on the list. So Man. good, bro. That was amazing. <laughs> I was. Ne- yeah, I man. promise you, I would have never in a million. Years I knew y'all it. wasn't expecting it, bro. I do it, like Gary Oak. Come on now, like Dude, I was Gary like, Oak, bro. I, at first I was like, man, I'm gonna put Gary Oak on here. I was like, I'm putting Gary Oak on here. Like, <laughs> like he went crazy. Yeah, bro. That's but uh, crazy, there's no not too much detail to go in with Gary Oak. He's not a very complex character. He's just yeah. a swaggy dude. Yeah, and you want to know what, man? There are some times where. Especially as a kid watching Pokemon, I was like, why isn't this so story about this motherfucker, bro? Like, why am, why am I watching Ash? And like, I didn't really understand Shonen like tropes back then, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here going like, why is this like regular, degular ass kid who could barely keep a fucking Charmeleon on deck? You know what I'm yeah. saying? The main character, but I didn't understand development and progression and you know all of this like growth and whatnot that you see so much in shonen storytelling so i was like man just make this shit about gary he got hoes yeah, he got a lamborghini he got, hoes, he he got, got cars <laughs> he got all have, the best pokemon yeah bro. To, have, to have ash out here begging charizard to listen to what he said yeah. and then have gary pull up in the in the 9 11 and shit pouring <laughs> champagne on bitches like <laughs> Yeah, like come on, like, bro. Are we watching the right story, G? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I was like, like I'm trying to see, like, can we get a second? Can we get like a second view of this show? <laughs> this, it just Gary's perspective. And you want to know what? Actually, in the very first uh, potential uh, supporting character spinoff stories episode that we did on this channel, I think I brought up Gary Oak for this reason. But I was like, bro, his whole story. I was like, bro, I would love to see it from, oh, story, God. from his perspective. His whole bro. story would have just I been. I want to know about his quest, bro. Like, what was it yeah. like? Because the crazy part is, like, what did we find out that Gary, has we known, was just a front and he was out yeah. here faking for the clout every time we saw him? But, <laughs> oh, but in reality, like, but in reality, when he was his own in the woods and shit, like, he the Yo, same. That would be crazy. Ash, bro. That would be crazy, but also if this man was just out here fucking bitches and getting badges, I'd be cool with that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and you know, and you know, like, like I feel like yeah. I, I feel like we've seen, 
you know, because, like, like, if you look at Naruto, you have Naruto, and then you have Sasuke. You have the fucking, like, underdog kid, and then you have the child prodigy, you know? And mm-hmm. then you, you see that dynamic inside of, like, first and secondary main characters, or primary and secondary main characters inside of Shaman all the time. But inside of Pokemon, it was that same kind of dynamic, but, like, Gary was out of the story half the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you didn't ever, like, see Gary. So, like, if it was, like, a, a true, tried-and-true, like, rivalry dynamic that we're used to, what would that story would have, you know, been like if Gary was right there alongside fucking you know ash yeah. the entire story that would be really that'd have been cool crazy that's why i like um yeah. i don't know if y'all peeped at all but i read some of the actual like pokemon manga with that right? shit is insane that shit's insane bro yeah. that shit is that shit is drastic pokemon Dark, dying bro. in that shit <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. he's getting cut in half. Like that's shit. why I, yeah. I fuck with that because like his rivals are very much a part of the story. Yeah, and yeah. like Gary, like Gary to me, like he he's not in the story often, but he's just like to me, he's just that flex character to piss ass off to like get a fire <laughs> burning under him. Like yeah, because every time you do see Gary, he just flexes on Ash and leaves. Yeah, dude. And like literally, that's what it is. Like every time, so it's, it's like my nigga like, Ash didn't even get no development off this. This was just that, a flex. Like, bro, why did and you that's flex what right crazy, here? Because like the gap, <laughs> the gap between them is wide. Yeah, and the gap stays wide because it's not like Ash really develops off the fights with Gary or all right. anything that he goes through. So right. the gap just stays wide. Yeah, and with most rivals like your narco, narco Sasuke, like you mentioned, you able to like. Be like, well, Naruto could take Sasuke. Like, back yeah, yeah. Gary you, never just like, Ash, you never think that. You never think Ash is doing nothing to Gary. Like, it's unfortunate that Ash kind of got stuck in this, uh, like, writing where, like, they wanted to keep this going as long as they could to, to mm-hmm. keep the like younger kids into yeah. the uh, get them into Pokemon. So he got yeah. stuck in this this like writing technique where it took so fucking long for him to get a for w. him to actually get the w yeah, and become man. champion because they were trying to drag it yeah. so and and because of this ash has some of the slowest fucking development yes right? yes in anime bro and like, i would be, just... i remember getting frustrated like man this motherfucker gary just pulled up again or no ash would go up to the fucking you know to the gym and gary would be just leaving like i just scraped that motherfucker off with my badge come on hoes you know what i'm saying and yeah. fucking ash would be like oh man ash walk ash walk in to see the nigga that just got whooped by gary and that yeah. nigga be his ass yeah and he'll be like man my electabuzz <laughs> still ain't listening to me man and gary just got the badge no diff what am i doing the gym, here the gym leader being there like man my best six is down but i'll fight you i'll fight, <laughs> fight you, I'll I'll fight you with my love my second strings <laughs> Yeah, I'll fight you with this magic carp I got over here in the corner. And, like, and he'd be right, taking so it to extreme got. diff, and it'd be extreme Bro, diff, and I'd be like, oh, come on. Gary going the, the there crazy thing about Pokemon doom. is I feel yeah. like older fans get alienated too after a while because like you constantly waiting on Ash to get this win yeah. and um just like just like uh Sin was saying like his character development was so fucking slow he also had multiple moments of regression where like you go through these lessons and his character would develop but yeah. for the sense of like stretching the story out he has to have this it's like he resets this, this backtrack this yeah. reset and you like what happened it's annoying, to the fucking, bro. Like, that's every season, bro. Episodes, bro. They do that shit every season. They reset this dude. One bro. step forward, just, two steps and back. And then on top of that, bro, it's like we could go into like we could slander Pokemon all day. I mean, we don't have to, we don't, but it's just like they they get he gets his reset. He doesn't for some odd reason he has all these strong Pokemon and doesn't use them. 
Yeah. When he gets to a new season, which is another thing that they're doing to regress his character to keep his story going. Yeah. And then there's so many times where he should have won. Like, bro, when he didn't win in Sinnoh, bro, when he beat Paul. Yeah. Like he gets he beats Paul, which and is like going, in going my opinion. With a lot of yells and a lot of Which else, is right? my yeah. opinion, the best that's one of the best Pokemon matches I've ever seen. Like Was that him with the uh Infernate versus yeah, the, that was yeah. like one of the best matches like that I've seen, bro, when he go goes against Paul beats him i'm like this is the season when he beats yes. paul i'm like this is it then yeah, he goes against a nigga with a dark ride and a lot of like i'm like yo what are they, why are y'all doing this to him <laughs> I don't, like why y'all doing like come on bro oh, man, it's God. like it's like it's like your favorite football team that you have to rep because they're from your city but can't get no foot super bowl wins and they always blow it right before the fucking super bowl kind of like the minnesota vikings <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that i gotta rep every fucking year but it's uh, like you it's like you it's like you in the your team yeah they and they and they in the conference finals your nba team they 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 beat somebody and then that next the next the next time they play it's like all right now y'all gotta play the 96 bulls like <laughs> like why like, why are you why? Do, why are y'all doing this what's this gap bro what are you doing what's going on right now congratulations oh. on beating the wizards bro oh. jordan the bulls pulling up tomorrow <laughs> yo you just beat the knicks all right cool you got the warriors tomorrow like Is jordan at least hung over man yeah. It don't even matter. Fuck that I know. Still, it, it didn't matter. He still, he still, he still, he still God, went crazy. It that's right. That's right. He still went crazy. It don't matter if he's sick, <laughs> drunk. He's beating your ass, bro. That nigga just need a reason to get angry. It don't even matter. Like, man. But yeah, bro. They hoe Ash, bro. That's a whole nother thing. You I know what I'm saying? We should put Ash on the list just for how many times we got hoed. Bro, you want to know what? You want to know what? We're regrouping. Uh, X amount of time from now in the future, mark my words, we're coming back. Characters that got hoed in anime. <laughs> Yo, I was just about to say that, bro. Yes. Most hoed characters. Most hoed As characters. As a tie-in, bro. We got to do that. Uh, yeah, I swear to God, bro. We're saying <laughs> it right here. For real and for true. We'll be back. We'll be back for that. Fuck yeah. I'm down for most hoed characters. I got a list for that one already. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's on, speaking of list, it's on me. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Great pick, All right, though, I'm Sensei. A, I'm going to go with a normal pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Kid Boo. Wow. Let's go, nigga. What? Let's go. <laughs> that nigga hundreds of years old, but let's fucking go. I mean, so, okay, so wait, because I got a couple people on my list like this. Kid that, Boo, wow. That, that, I like it. I like it. I like it. I love it. I, like it. I, love I got, a, I got a couple my people on my list baby. that are actually yeah, much older than what they are, but they present as children, and I want to know if that's okay if I use these people. Now. Yeah, dude, I don't absolutely. care. I just was talking shit, bro. Hey, okay. his name, his name is Kid Boo. I ain't gonna pull the flag. But I said we already brought up his guy. He like three thousand years old. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Shit. That's right. I got I got Kid Boo on my list. Uh, I don't need to say much except yeah. like total fucking anarchy, bro, destruction, that and the pure joy <laughs> of just beating ass. And that you nigga love, going you don't crazy. like Kid Boo for any other reason, bro. You just out. gotta love his his energy that yes, he brings to the yes. fight. Laughing his, his at your mode, ass mid fight. Beast mode. He laughing at you. He love this shit. He do this like. Oh. That's that's the nigga you hit in the face. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, I like that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that exactly. shit. Exactly. It's like yeah, I don't even want to fight you no more. You ain't supposed to like this, G. <laughs> Yeah, oh exactly. my god, Kid Boo is Bro, he the, he, the nick, he the one nigga blew up the earth off Yo. GP. Yo, imagine this fight. No hezzy. Bro, no imagine hezzy. this. Imagine what? this fight, bro. Imagine yeah. Kid Boo versus Kimbachi Zaraki, bro. 
Yeah, wow. bro. That would be I fire, bro. It would be cool <laughs> to see, it. but uh, man, it's like there's going to be so many people watching this that just go Dragon Ball scaling is so much more drastic <laughs> than Bleach scaling. But I'm with you, Sin. I would love to see bro, that if it, would, it wasn't like such a Dragon Ball Z is untouchable unless it's Saint Seiya Omega. Man, fuck shit, that you know shit, man. Saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever just the fuck this, they be watching. Just in the bro. sense of them fighting, like, fuck yes. all that power scaling yes, shit. Yes, yes, their personalities. That, that, they, would, they would be styles. in love with it oh the whole God, time. Bro, that that would shit be would be amazing. fire, bro. That would be <laughs> amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. This nigga Kid Boo blew up the earth off GP. Now, how many Dragon Ball villains have said, I'm blowing up your planet and didn't get and to do it? And then do it in that moment. And then moment, this motherfucker does In that it, bro. moment. Bro, yeah. Boo was so Boo was so lit just from, like, yes. everything. Yes. Boo everything. He like, Boo, Boo should have been it. Since yeah. the beginning, since the beginning, bro, he made fucking Vegeta blow himself up. Oh, my came God. Came back like, I'm hungry. <laughs> bro, <laughs> turned everyone into eggs and chocolate. <laughs> yes, bro. He yes, actually bro. is the villain who does master. what he says he's going to do. Ate his own master. Then yes. when he became like Super Boo, killed everybody on the planet. Yes. As soon yes. as he transformed, yes. like, yes. let me come. I'm going to come to y'all and kill everybody else yes. except y'all. Yo, I think that's so y'all know I'm time, real. That's yes. the first time in Dragon Ball Z that I was like, yo, how are they going to beat this nigga? Yes. Yes, bro, exactly. like, he was one of the maybe, smartest. Maybe, maybe since Frieza, I felt that way during Frieza. But the thing about Boo is, I liked every transformation, every version of Boo. Yeah, I didn't feel that way about Frieza. But once Frieza got to his final form, I did have that same feeling. Like, how the fuck well, are we gonna beat this nigga? Frieza? I mean, like, yo, for we, we Frieza, Frieza, with Frieza, yeah, for ahead, me, bro, I felt like a, I felt like a power up incoming. Yeah, but like yeah. with Boo, it was different because. He had they had been through so many power ups and then even right. Goku went Super Saiyan three and that wasn't and enough. that shit right. wasn't even enough. I was like yo, now, now like, that's about, why was, for me it was like yo, how are yeah. they about to beat this nigga? And like the, I, the thing about Super Saiyan three was that like with every single transformation that we saw up until Super Saiyan three, there was some kind of previous dialogue that hinted at that transformation. Hell, so so bro, with, hell Saiyan, yeah. with Super Saiyan one, it's a myth that that's not a real thing, but we know the whole arc, yeah, yeah, the, whole the whole arc, arc that like, was all they was talking yeah, about. Exactly. Then he goes <laughs> Super Saiyan one. And then, you know, they're talking about transcending beyond Super Saiyan one. So we know that a Super Saiyan two is coming. Then they reach Super Saiyan two and then it stays Super Saiyan two for a long ass time. There's no mention of Super Saiyan three. That motherfucker Goku just starts doing his fucking thing. Yeah, you know what bro. I'm saying? And you're like, oh my I God. I think so I was this, shocked. Yeah, I was it like, took, yeah. bro, first off though, it's a Way too long for him to transform though. That was, yeah, they, yeah, that yeah, nigga yeah. transform forever. I was for like, yo, come on, minutes. like what's about to happen? Yeah, bro, yeah. they even, bro, they even fused, and yeah. that wasn't enough. Yes, like yo, that's why I really was like, yo, how are they beating this nigga, bro? Like, yes, I, this, I didn't know what was going to happen. Now, the G nigga I, had a strategic moment. About, yeah. Oh yeah. no, go ahead, go ahead, Sensei. Y'all just saying the nigga had a strategic moment. He dipped out, regrouped. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me let me grab both these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs them, beat the shit out of Gohan. I was mad about it, but that nigga smart, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Goku pull up with Vegeta. He like, oh, all right, fuck y'all ain't finna jump me. Let me get this nigga now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gets Gohan. I'm like, yo, this nigga is forms. He yes. offed all of them niggas. I'm like, gee, there ain't no yeah, power bro. up. There ain't no form y'all can do. Mystic Gohan. Majin Vegeta got bodies. Majin Vegeta went back to base. He blows up when he yeah. blew himself up, like since they said, and that wasn't enough. I'm like, yeah. yo, what is going on? Like, right. And now, like GB was saying, when like Frieza, he had like a, what are these motherfuckers? gonna do when Frieza was there but like when Frieza happened that was like I felt like I was first starting to like really understand like 
what anime storytelling kind of was and i knew that the good guy always had to win in the end but like I, I i i was sitting there like okay so i know this is going to happen and i can kind of like see the way it's going to happen because they're hinting at super saiyan you know what i'm saying so like that like wasn't as crazy as boo for me because boo was like like you had seen everything that they had done to kill frieza you had seen everything that they had done to kill cell you had seen everything that they had done to beat every single villain leading up to that and they did all of that against boo and nothing worked so that's when i was really like okay now now we've got a brand new transformation that we've never seen before <laughs> we have a totally new concept inside of fusion that we've never seen before these motherfuckers are fusing and then going super saiyan and that's still not really enough so like <laughs> so like how are they going to do this two, yeah. two, two times in the arc bro yes. with the, with the yes. regular fusion and yes. the patara bro go yes. tanks wasn't enough Vegito yes. wasn't enough i'm like yo what is going on like See, at that point at that point as a kid I didn't yeah. understand how anime really worked either. So I, I like now if I went back and watched it, I'm like, all right, cool. We about to get some sort of, you know, some sort of bullshit. The, the plot the, armor the, ass. Yeah, some right, bullshit right, to kill him. Right. With this, with the spirit bomb or something like that. Right. But as a kid, you're like, oh my god, like what? A, <laughs> I, you don't know what's going to happen. Yes. You really don't know, bro. So yes. wow. I remember. Damn, I remember. Bro. That's a good pick, bro. That's an amazing. God, man, that's a good pick. I remember a distinct moment in the Boo arc where I thought that Dragon Ball Z would just end with Boo destroying the world. Boo, that and would like, have been just, dark. We just have a set and then like this shit just goes dark and that's how they, they transition out of DBZ. I had a moment where like that was my theory. Because <laughs> it was like, what are y'all going to do? What are y'all going to do? Literally, the narrator's like, and there's no next time on Dragon Ball Z. With every transformation, he did some wild ass shit, bro. Every single time with characters like boo i bet it's gotta be so difficult for the mangaka bro i know that sometimes they probably write themselves in the corner yeah when they create characters that all are the so time strong. yeah and it's just like because they they're keeping the hype train going and yeah they're getting good reactions from certain hype moments so they were like all right cool let's keep building on it building on it and then right. they, their characters become so strong yes and it happens a lot bro it where it's like it happened away. it happened in shippuden with madara yeah same yeah. thing happened with him like they made him so so powerful. It's like, God damn, like, now we got to do some bullshit to beat him. Yeah. And that happens a lot, bro. It, <laughs> and I understand, yo, it's got to be tough, bro, because, like, you don't want to stop the momentum. Right. But then it's like, yo, how far can I go before this gets too too much now, to Tori, where I got to yeah. put some plot armor in to, 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 to defeat him? Toriyama the is the most is... impressive, like, in this regard because... Like one, the first thing I want to say is that Toriyama really only planned to write up to the end of Frieza and that was going to be the end of his story. You know what I mean? So like for him, and then obviously editorial comes back and was like, yo, like this is too good. Like you got to kind of like keep it going is, is how I think it went. And then he wrote Cell, you know, and then Boo after that, after coming, after wanting to be done after Frieza and you write that amazing of an arc inside of the Boo saga and even the Cell saga too. But like, I think what, I think the most drastic thing about Boo's character is that when he's introduced, the coolest aspect to me is that when he's introduced, he's this very underwhelming form. You know what I mean? He's very jovial. He's very like, ha ha ha, you know, where's the food? I want to turn everything into candy. And you're like, why was Bobbity and Bibbity like hyping this Afraid motherfucker this up so yeah, much? Exactly. And then every, every single transformation that he gets going every closer one, and closer bro. to his true form, you start seeing why Bibbity and Bobbity were hyping this bro, man up so this much. This nigga Boo is so strong too, yes, bro, yes. that even in Super, yeah. like Beerus and them were like, they beat Boo? 
Like yeah. they couldn't even believe that these yes. Saiyans bro, defeated. I was Boo. thinking about it, bro. Remember when they was in the in the hyperbolic time chamber? Yes. Piccolo thought Piccolo thought like, all right, bro, we just gonna trap trap this nigga in here. Ain't no way to leave. No. Boo said. Ah, I'm out this motherfucker. Gee, he yelled and opened yes. the space-time continuum. Like, yes. what? Yes, that was to the. Get... That is to this day my favorite feat that any character <laughs> has ever done inside of Dragon Ball. It's to get ever. to Kid Buu. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and he broke the space-time continuum before anyone. Like, we just not getting at a point in Super where like they're doing that during fights, but yeah. he's doing that shit right. in Z. Stole my to whole to flow, word for word, bar for bar. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> to get to that point, to Kid Boo, yeah. even with Super Boo, when you watch him like absorb people and then now have their powers and have their attributes and characteristics, it's already just overwhelming. And then you get to Kid Boo, and my saving grace at first was like, oh, like you know, well at least he don't have all the like stuff absorbed. He's just this little kid, right? But then basically, they whole thing is like, well, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is what they were building up for. This is why they evil were so scared. incarnate. Yeah, this is evil incarnate. This is why they were so scared of him. And like I was saying earlier, when he goes from Fat Boo to to Super Boo to Mystic Boo, all the way into Kid Boo, and then as soon as he gets in that final form that everyone was hyping up the entire time, like oh my god, we can't let Kid Boo activate. You see exactly why they hyped him up. He goes. As soon as he goes into Kid Buu, he wakes up, he goes, all of y'all, dead. Your planet, gone. Everything is over with, and I'm laughing the whole time while I'm beating my chest. You're like, this is how you do a villain after escalating, yeah, you know, bro. like power leveling, and increasing, I bro, villains keep coming. It's so this. wild yeah. because I remember seeing him in his child form, and I'm just yeah. like, huh? Yeah. Because they, they, they have the nerve Boo. to show yeah. Gohan and all of them Boo. niggas. Yeah. You go from Super Boo to like, I'm thinking Super Boo is like the end all, and then we get Kid yeah. Boo, and I'm like, why is he a kid? I remember thinking <laughs> yeah. that as a child. Yeah. But then it's like, now that I'm older, I understand. But at the time, I'm like, what? Yeah. And then when he does the stuff he does, I'm like, yo. Yeah, wow. What That freaked fuck? me out, too. Because when Frieza transformed, he got bigger, bigger. And then he went into the streamlined, like, model of efficiency form for his final form. Right, yeah. right. And then when Cell does it, he gets bigger, bigger, bigger. And he doesn't really get streamlined like he gets a little bit smaller than his yeah. second form yeah but he's not i wouldn't say he was streamlined. Sleeker. Like right. sleeker. it's like a yeah, sleek. sleeker like the ps2 uh, slim yeah <laughs> and then you you get kid boo kid boo does it and he becomes like this kid like sin is saying i'm just like oh this boy finna be trouble yeah i think at the time when i'm watching dragon ball z the only character out of any fiction that i was reading or watching at the time that was like on the same level of Kid Buu to me was Carnage from Spider-Man. Wow, yeah, dude, I love yeah, that. I fresh. love that comparison. Fuck yeah, that's an amazing, that's an amazing That's actually comparison. very similar too. That's Fuck crazy. yeah, dude, because he's literally doesn't even have motivation. Even how the, yeah, even yeah. how the Boo like cells work and how like the yeah. symbiote works yes. is very similar. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a great spot there, bro. I never, I literally never made that connection. And you see how I'm coming. <laughs> you, know what, <laughs> you know what i'm saying wow that's that's amazing yeah literally no motivations no goals just kill everything you see that's an incredible that was, man that's crazy we went from gary yoke to kid boo like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're kind of going crazy right Dude, now this episode like. is fire okay 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 so for um for the sake of time let's go through one more round i'll hit my like kind of like second you know like my my second pick and then we can go into one more round and then we can kind of like wrap it up but this has been an incredible conversation so far Let's go into uh, my last little second round pick here. Okay. And you know who we, you know who I, I well, maybe you guys don't know how I'm coming, but um, I'm a huge Moggy fan. 
You know what I mean? Let's go. Oh, let's you finna go. say my nigga. Aladdin? You finna say my nigga. Let's go. It's, it's Aladdin hours. Let's go. Yeah. That yes. nigga Aladdin the bro, goat, bro. bro. Bro, now I don't know how much I don't know how much Maggie. Soul on my list. I don't know how much Maggie you guys have seen or read. But I haven't read. You haven't read? Okay, great. Well, I'm not going to spoil too much for not you. Not as much as you, but I am familiar with Aladdin and yeah. let's go. Get yes, your absolutely. So like Aladdin was cool. I mean, just like in the introduction of his character, like um, because obviously he's introduced as like a very um childish you know what i mean character he's trying to suck on some titties you know what i'm saying he's <laughs> he's he's very you know naive seeming you know what i mean and and the more that you like find out about his character especially inside of those first couple episodes like as soon as the first time he hits the flute and ugo's arms come out swole as hell and fucking beat up those bandits bro i was like oh my god i didn't think he was gonna be this cold out the gate you know what i'm saying i think that was like one of the more impressive you know introductions to a shonen protagonist that i had really seen up until mm -hmm. that point you know what i mean and and man there's there's so many things that i could say about aladdin but so much of it is in the manga let's see what i can remember from what's covered in the anime because i think that the anime covers up to season two inside of that big war that they have with like the finalis and um and i think the co and i don't think it's the co-empire no nah, it was uh the the place they went to train yeah 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 that's right okay uh, yeah, 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 the yeah. majestad yeah the ma ma yeah magic uh magnestat and then yeah, yeah sinbad yeah. came through with sinbad his niggas came and, through yeah, yep, fucked yep, them yep, up. absolutely and man even inside of that war bro it's like it's like it's, and, and the anime moves a little bit faster than the manga does because i feel like they were kind of like cramming a lot of content into you know the episode limit that they had um, some people say that it felt like kind of rushed and like I would be one of the people that agree, but they I, did a really I, I, good, they did a really good job of fitting that many chapters into so little episodes. Like I, I remember going through it and be like, I'm pretty sure they covered everything. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't really feel like it was really missing too much and that kind of blew my mind. But man, like just seeing him like raise the golems in the war, bro, like having all the fucking Ugo, like rock clones and shit like that. And I'm like, I did not expect him to perform as well as he did inside of that war as he did you know what i mean and it all makes sense you know like when you think about it and then obviously you get information later that really confirms all of you know really your suspicions from the beginning of the series like i said i won't really go into it but there's so many and there's one feat that i wish i could fucking bring up right now from the manga but man i, I you want to know what all i'm just gonna say is aladdin's the goat if you haven't seen fucking aladdin you know or if you haven't seen magi watch the fucking anime then read the manga but if you're gonna watch the anime first then read the manga i would highly suggest that you watch the anime then go back and start the manga from chapter one if you have the time or the patience because that is just a completely different experience inside of the manga otaka shinobu is an incredible illustrator and writer and you just get so much more i feel like depth in, inside of the individual characters that I feel like they may have cut out or at least didn't go as in-depth on in the anime for the sake of time, but incredible series. I don't know if you guys have anything you guys want to say about Aladdin personally, but you guys might have I seen- I love that nigga. Yeah, you guys might have seen the anime a little bit more I'm, recently I'm not as deep me, as you, but, but I, I fuck with his character. I'm not as deep as you, but you pretty much covered everything I know about him, so yeah. I don't have much to add. Hell yeah. I, I, I love how dope he is. I love yeah. that he's like a legendary nigga. Like he's a Magi, right? Yeah, so he's, yeah. Yeah. he is a Magi. Yes. The only other Magi we know of is yes. another badass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid yeah. that's raw as hell. So just knowing that, that Magi, I mean, that Aladdin off GP just has the potential to be at least that nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's the, you know, so he's the protagonist. So you just yes. know he's yes. going to be even better than that. Yes, so. bro. Oh yeah. my God. I can't wait till you guys read that shit, bro. Straight up. 
straight up. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, you know, I don't. It was on me next. So, yeah, all right. Yeah, so I'll, I'll uh, ahead. I'll clean, I'll clean it up. I'll finish Final it. Final round. You know, you know, you niggas wasn't going, wasn't going, uh, going hit the last of it if I ain't give a give a JoJo reference. Up hey. Okay. So, what we got? So I, I, I got the kid Death Thirteen in this bitch. Wait. Hold on. Let me look. This he was a up. a literal baby. Wait, wait, wait. A literal baby. Oh, death, not... death 13, JoJo? Yes, sir. A literal baby's name is he... Death 13? Why am well, I Well, no, that's his stand. That's his stand. Oh, that's oh, his stand's oh, okay, name. Okay, That's okay. his stand's name. So the stand is a baby or the character? The character is a baby with a stand <laughs> called Death 13. Why am I not it's a watching JoJo, bro? It's a, bro, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Why am I not... Dude, this shit this, looks this stand, crazy. This stand, this stand was actually pretty fire. Yes, I sir. Was, I was, I was <laughs> gonna troll you. Baby. I was gonna troll you. This I was is, gonna this troll is you buddy. hit you. That's right. the baby. Yep. That's the baby, bro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> pull up the yes, stand sir. too. He looks, he looks pull up devious, bro. Pull look up at the that. stand. Look they all at that. Do, look, hold on, bro. Pull up the stand, buddy. Go. Hold on. Yes, sir. My fucking Grim Reaper, dude. That's that's him. Hold on, I'm about to pull up this one too. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's so the like, one. Wow. The best, the best part. Two things, Sensei. The best part about part three to me, because the secretary got me really into spirituality and like tarot cards and all that, was like to have the stands related to tarot cards and me knowing the meaning and like the background of the tarot cards and then seeing that told throughout for the stands in the story. That meant a lot to me. Um, oh yeah. Even if I didn't fuck with the episode in the stand that part of it was still cold as fuck and the rocky was in his bag because um you know not really a spoiler but the car that represents uh it is a spoiler i'm not even gonna say it bro <laughs> it is a spoiler but I mean, go ahead. Huh? Yeah, no, no, you want to say Dio's Dio's power. So like who are you trying no, to No, well the car the car the car that represents the car that represents uh the these I can't because it's a spoiler. If I, if I on, explain what it is, it's a spoiler. So wait, bro. who are you spoiling? Like, who would it be a spoiler for? Because because to people that haven't watched three. Because if oh, I tell you what the, how to, well, what the what the tarot cards mean, see that's fine. Then... It, it, it's a tie-in episode, and it's like anything that exists in an anime is fair game. You know, like close your ears if you don't want to hear this. Like, okay, spoiler, fuck it. Yeah, we're about to spoil so, JoJo Part Three. Yeah, yeah. So if that's you do fine. if yeah, you do ahead. like if you do like tarot cards, the cards that represent Dio and Jotaro are really like reverse opposites of each other. And depending if you get them cards upright. Or reversed on how you pull those cards can mean either or and so as the story goes you see these characters cards flip even though the story doesn't tell it the cards flip and they become something different and you see like that whole thing play out so that meant a lot in part three to me even if i didn't fuck with the episodes and the actual like way the stance was done having that background a rocky was in his bed oh yeah number two so i was gonna troll your ass and put the baby from part four on my list hell no how many babies but that baby that baby trash that baby trash as fuck that baby trash the baby from part three lit though so yeah no so check it out death 13 so the stand how the stand works is so this baby is a villain okay yes this baby works for dio oh my god bro so this baby was this baby was sent to kill the fucking crew jotaro now yeah. So how the stand works is death 13 only activates when everybody around the baby is asleep. <laughs> so it basically infiltrates their dreams in the connected dreams. It's Freddy Krueger? Yes, bro. And yes. kills them. Oh. 
<laughs> if they die in the dream, they die in real life. Yo, that's not, fire. Why am bro. I not yes, watching bro. I need to get on part three. See, I watched part one and two, and I stopped at three because uh, some stuff tweaked. came up. But I got if to you, keep this. So you only, you like only know of Hamon energy. In my you don't know <laughs> yeah. Wow. Three is like halfway good in my book. If you push through three, I feel like you're going to at least like half the season. And that gets you to four, which is per perfection. Wow. The funny part about what Sensei is talking about with this baby this baby literally sets up and paints the picture of how you're going to understand this power system going forward. Wow. You get the new power system, but everything literally flips and turns once you get to the baby like that. That wow. opens it up and now the power system. Because it ain't just about like who can punch more or like yeah, yeah. who got the stronger, who's faster. Hands, bro. I mean, yeah, up to that hands. point, it was just hands. Then it's become. Then it becomes like conceptual depth and layers so, and strategies. Exactly. Yeah, I've yeah, never bro. heard baby, such a good baby reason for me to like. So many people have suggested JoJo's to me. Nickums, my co-host, even Kiko, you know, to a certain degree. A lot of people have intensely recommended. A lot of people that I trust dearly have intensely recommended <laughs> JoJo's to me. But it wasn't until this conversation with this fucking baby you, that I'm I was you, like, okay, everybody I need to get bro. on JoJo ASAP. E Everybody got their Everybody got their random stands and they random characters that they like. Yeah. Yo, this shit is dope as fuck. Hey. The baby is one of them shits for me, G. Death Thirteen is one of them shits for me. Wow. But yeah. Wow, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> fuck yeah. Okay, it's Death Thirteen. Say no more. JoJo's is on the list and it's actually moving up to the top. There you go. Let's go. All right, Sin. What you got for your last for your last All right, round? Man, Send us for my last one. So yeah. I was gonna do Aladdin, but you did that one, so I'll pick Woo! another one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fuck uh, yeah. This was. Though. Real, this is a real simplistic uh, choice, but there's a lot of like relatable things that this character has with me in particular, and that's Kid Naruto. Yeah, dude. Okay. And Fuck yeah. He, man, listen. Yes. The way that th this is why, like, I I care so much about this kid, man, is because uh, not so much as like I, I did love him growing as a ninja and becoming stronger as time goes on. Yeah. But it's the stuff that he had to go through as a child that really kind of made me care more about this character. Him being chastised from by his village and yes. not knowing the history of his parents and why, you know, people, you know, of course he knows because, you know, there's foxes in him and stuff like that. But right. He doesn't really understand the context behind it. And we don't really understand the context behind it until we get later in the series and shooting. Right, right. But man, this is stuff that he had to go through, bro. Like it's just made me care about him. And then like when I like I I don't want to get too deep, too personal on no yeah. personal shit, but yeah, yeah. I, I lost my mother. So like I understand what it feels like to to lose to lose a parent. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And like having him go through this and then when we get to Shippuden and him like him finally coming face to face with his mother yeah, like that scene wow, was that so scene powerful so to hard, me man. it's so powerful to me yeah and it's just like bro it's just like the the layers to him yeah you know you know of course we all love naruto for what it is and it has you know in my opinion if not the best some of the best fights in shonen oh, period yeah, period and it, it, so we all love naruto for what it is yeah as far as the you know the fighting and stuff like that but there's also layers to this story with different characters and yeah. naruto has a lot of it's like an onion man it's like you peel back these yes. layers to him and it's like i i, I just really i yeah man, man he's uh and, like you bringing up the kushina like scene like 
always gets me like bro both always, of them always scenes, gets both like of my them eyes like kind of scratchy stuff. and if you guys you want to know what if you guys want a uh, audience out there if you guys haven't seen our hardest hitting emotional scenes in anime and manga episode in the tie-in series i would definitely go peep that because when this kushi when this kushi when this kushina scene comes up on that conversation i feel like we all actually cried like 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 i don't like no one like started like sobbing yeah, bro but like you could tell that motherfuckers was like okay hold on yeah man, bro you know <laughs> when i, when I yeah. definitely got i bawled bro i bawled because like when i it's crazy because i was catching up to shippuden yeah like after like really close to when after my mother passed yeah it was around like two, two, she passed in 2013 so i was watching after that catching up yeah man wow that's man. like so when i got to the scene nasty. it's like i bawled bro because i felt them yeah yeah for you sure. feel me like yeah. i felt that shit, bro like yo i know exactly how you feeling right now yeah wow. so it's like and that and that just ties back into like how much anime can really relate to real life too like yes. people don't really like some people like we all love anime for what it is but some yeah. people don't really realize how much like real life relatable situations that these mangaka put into these into this to the series right and, and you it's can like feel bro more of the, you can feel like especially like when you're comparing eastern and, and western storytelling i feel like more so often in western storytelling inside of superhero comic books you have these relatable moments but like you might not really feel like this is like actually coming from the author's personal experiences yeah. as much as you feel it over in the east like in the west mm -hmm. you might have a you might have a western comic book author that goes okay this character lost his mother so i'm going to write you know a really drastic scene you know about how much that hurts that character what that did to that right. character but it might not be real for you know that yeah. that character and i don't know kishimoto personally yeah. i don't know like what he went through but if i did find out that he lost his mother i would i, be, I would be like it. i would be like okay yeah. that makes so much sense with how well he wrote they, bro, this they write, situation man, with bro, Naruto, they, they you know put these mean? scenes they, together so so yes. perfectly like i feel like it, like, had to it, it feels like to be if him. yeah it feels like they are talking from experience yes like they went yes. through these things like yes and i feel like that's why them shits hit so much bro yes. like Absolutely. as naruto's going through the, this moment with kushina bro i i'm i'm right there it's like i'm right there with him yes bro so wow. it's just like and i love that bro any any series where i feel like i'm a part of it if you can get me to feel like i'm a part of the series like i'm 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 with you know the main cast of characters like i'm mm. part of the crew even though clearly we not but yes if i feel tied to them that's when you got me bro yes. all great series that i love I, I felt that in some way like i'm part of this shit. yeah man i definitely think i'm a straw hat <laughs> facts bro oh, yeah. facts i swear, I swear i'm Fuck on yeah, god i'm a straw hat yeah, like that is like, probably uh... the most relatable team <laughs> and the most and, and it's like we've, we've we've experienced so much with them and there's so many chapters and it's so team oriented it's so character driven inside of the pre-time skip era of storytelling that like one now that we're at where we're at now we can look back at like east blue shit whenever i got some east blue shit like turn it on whenever i'm like i'm sit down and watch some one piece i go to youtube i watch a moment or a fight or whatever from back in the day it's so nostalgic a walk it's like, up yeah it's like i know it's <laughs> like i know these people it's like they're my friends you know what i mean like that's how well those characters are written and that's how much time we've spent with these characters that's and Facts. you could tell that maybe these characters all represent someone oda really knows and cares deeply about in his own life you know what i mean they got to because yeah. there's no way he could write them that deep exactly like, bro. to your to your earlier point um with western fiction i do most of like my dreaming and releasing from reality so just like this could be the world 
and even though most of eastern fiction is like in these fantastical worlds where we're away from things yeah i find i do more of my like growing and lesson learning through anime yeah than i do with anything else yeah. and like not to say that there aren't sin. lessons you can't learn from western storytelling and and yeah, actually all. and actually just to like i, I do want to say this for like western comic book readers that could be watching this i i do want to make the point that i it's not to, I'm not, i wasn't trying to say that western storytellers can't actually have gone through specific traumatic events that comes through in their writing i'm not saying that that's an, an impossibility or that you never see that but i just feel like it just hits different in the east so i just wanted to clear that up for any kind I, of um, comic book fans out there i'm with you there too yeah. um that's I what i'm in that's my comment section like nah there. bro and jeff john's green lantern we got this you but know that, what i'm saying I don't exactly i was gonna say they're yeah. all like specific specific <laughs> yeah. uh like stories that are told by certain writers that are very emotional and very lesson driven the whole way through but then just overall when i read through western fiction yeah. as a whole as i look across the landscape i do more of my release from reality there yeah and i do more of my lesson and growing with like eastern fiction that's facts um the thing with okay. naruto hit hard because like like saying i lost my pops when i was a shorty mm. and like um watching um him have that moment with his mom i actually i was going through so i watched naruto as a shorty I watched Shippuden as a grown ass adult. Like I yeah. was out of college when I watched Shippuden. Yeah. And I was actually going through this thing where I was trying to like deal with what I went through as a, as a shorty with my pops that I never dealt with. Yeah. And that moment with Naruto and his mom like forced me to sit down and like write out like what would I say to him if I was able to yeah. talk to him. Wow. And that shit was a huge moment yeah, for me. Wow. Like, a moment for me. So like Fuck yeah, dude. I get those moments often in anime. Mm -hmm. And I don't always like, maybe they don't hit me the same way, but I don't always take them when I'm reading like my comics or you yeah. know, anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's an incredible point. Holy shit. Yeah. Naruto, man. And you, man, and like, just like kind of like deviating away from like the, the Kushina scene. Thank you for for for, for sharing that though, Sensei and, and GB. And, yeah, and for sure, bro. Relation to that, because honestly, it's things like that. Like everyone can say what they want about Naruto and say what they want about its storytelling quality after, you know, part one, you know, or whatever. But like Kishimoto can write his fucking ass off. You know what I mean? And you, and you can have your criticisms or whatnot, you know, with any part of the story, I have my own. But like, if there's one thing that Kishimoto knows how to do really well, it's make you feel for these characters that are involved. It's basically like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like Naruto became more of a soap opera you know going into shippuden than it like felt like in part one but like and that can either have a negative connotation or a positive connotation depending on who you are but like personally like there are things that are great and you know negative inside of that aspect of his storytelling to me personally but the scenes that hit and that are supposed to hit they hit fucking hard so whatever you want to say about the overall story like whatever but naruto it really it should be seen as a masterpiece through and through so at least at least i think so anyway from like a from a constructive like you know bird's eye view yeah. standpoint you know what i mean yeah Most but definitely. Um, but yeah man fuck yeah um did, did you guys did you have anything you want else you wanted to say about naruto sin uh no nah, that was pretty much it man uh okay. we all we all already know about all the all the you know great fights in naruto and stuff so we won't i don't have to go into that too in too much oh, yeah. i just wanted to talk about the layers to naruto's character yes man. bro there's so many so yeah. many he's an amazing amazing mc and character in general inside of anime fuck yeah really my only gripe on shippuden my main gripe is that <clears throat> we stifle matter outside of that <laughs> yeah 
I mean, I don't, I don't really like, I don't really like how like Rock Lee was kind of like handled, uh, you know. Yeah. Rock like Lee, how, how Neji went out. Yeah. Yeah. Neji, I got a big issue with Neji too. I, 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 I grouped Neji in with the with the Matter of Stifling. I feel like all oh, those okay. events just had to happen to stifle Matter. Like Neji did not have to happen. happen. No. Neji did not have to happen. I feel like I feel like once they start writing themselves off a cliff and like fuck it, we gonna set this bullshit up. Then they just start doing like I feel like Neji was just. A casualty of war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine too. Fuck yeah. Okay, okay. Um, GB, GB. It's on me though. Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead got? and send. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. So you got you pick. guys picked the other people I was gonna pick, and I was okay. gonna try somebody else to present as a child. But okay. I think I'm gonna just go with an actual child in a series that we have not mentioned yet. Uh, One Punch Man. I'm gonna go with Child Emperor. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh, I love that. I forgot that I one. Forgot that. It's so obvious. I'm really like One Punch Child Emperor. So I really fucking love Child Emperor. Wow. Like not Yo, just that nigga cold. Wow. Not just for his intellect and his and his cunning, like he's got to be strong as hell to be a yeah. S hero. Yeah. But then also his his morals and his ethics, like the fact that he was ready to stand against the whole hero association and be like, I ain't fucking with none of this shit yes, y'all doing. Bro. Like, yes, bro. I'm tough enough and strong enough to not have to go with the crowd. I'm finna go over here with the neos and be on my other shit, man. I'm yes. not I'm not rolling. So like I wow. love that about Child Emperor. I love um. And then I just I love how he's been handled and developed. I want to see more from him, but you read uh, the manga, right? I'm not all the way caught up with y'all, but I am ahead of the anime. Ooh, uh, I'm, ahead of, I'm ahead of the manga. Ooh. Yeah, you, yeah, you read the manga. <laughs> you, you on the way of Oh yeah. Right. Oh, Did you yeah. see his fight in the manga? GB uh, with who? I don't he got multiple. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't. Really, if you ain't see, if you haven't seen, you probably, you probably don't saw, it. you probably saw when he when they first entered the Monster Association and he. Uh, and he yeah. and he got the 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 son of the the hero. No, he didn't I'm see there, that. I'm there. Oh. I'm there right now. I'm catching up. Right. That's okay. The first, that's the first right. time you really. That's see That's the him first activate. time you see him fight. Yeah, so if you yeah. haven't seen that, then I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. And that's uh, that's the more I want from him. I want to see him go all and, out in the fight and like. Nigga. Oh, <laughs> that's the I only love, more I want. I but love like, his Chow, creativity. Chow is yes. is definitely at the top of my like. He's at the top of my One Punch Man list. I love that nigga creativity. Like like when you start seeing when you see him fight like. The shit he come up with as like his like yes. tools to fight with, yes. you are gonna be like, hey, Yo, I fuck with this little you nigga. Could tell, yeah. You could tell that one the the author was like, I can't wait to show people this. Hell yeah, I can't wait to let yeah. this nigga yeah. go Yo, crazy. Knox, what's can yeah. you uh tell me? Or we can talk after this. You yeah, can yeah. Cut this out, but yeah, uh, sure. I, what's uh I'm trying to figure out the what's the chapter um after Satama um after he Punch kills the centipede. Yeah, like uh, where does it pick up? Um, I think that's it's like the end of season two, ain't it? I think yeah. it's like eighty or ninety. Because yeah, I've been yeah, wanting yeah, to read it, 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 but I, I don't know where to pick up. It's like eighty or ninety. Well, it it's somewhere what, right it around. It depends on what, on what site you're using, right? Because, yeah, facts. Because I'm just going to show the jump. Site will have oh, you're, if you're on the weekly Shonen Jump page, I'll give you that. If you're on the weekly Shonen Jump site, I'll give you that chapter. But yeah, depending on what, like, depending on what site you're using to read, like there are some that have like the chapter like list as like. 0.7 and it throws the, oh. the, it throws the legacy numbering off on like what the actual gotcha. chapter number is so like there are some sites that have like up to 180 chapters yeah because I, I, I heard one punch i heard one yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, i didn't know how good one punch man manga was but people telling me that shit. no that shit is it's, gas it is it is, <laughs> super it is gas, leagues bro. above the it anime gas. yusuke Murata is, is, is my personal goat manga Hell in yeah. the entire game no Hell one yeah. does no one does no one does anything detailing, like this man detailing choreography like movement it, impact 
everything depth panel texture, layout paneling got it, everything bro. He is the goat in all of the check marks, multiple checks in each category. Oh, but I definitely got to read it, man. Bro, dead ass serious, bro. That like you will not see a, a more beautiful manga. I mean, in my opinion, than One Punch Man. Now, obviously, that's not to say that Kentaro Miura, Hirohiko Araki, it, it, you know, uh, I'm not, uh, not going to stop Takeh these, uh, these panels. Takahiko Inoue. That's not to, to discredit any of them, but boichi you know what i'm saying but Murata these just panels so i see posted from kingdom be pretty fire too kingdom Again, is, is seen, drastic too yeah, yeah absolutely. i've seen sensei drop some berserk panels that i've been like damn i need to read this Ooh, shit, berserk is a different animal baby <laughs> oh man um, but to chow emperor like he's outside of gara yeah i think chow emperor is probably like my he's top three i think i think what hits man. so hard for me inside of child emperor is how long it took for us to see him do something and i feel like this is a strength that a lot of a lot of mangaka really know how to do something with and th this is a strength that you don't see in every mangaka because a lot of mangaka get really excited and have like amazing characters that they can't wait to give to people so they get impatient and they go here's everything about the, the my character that i've been hyping up mm. and that i've been excited to give you guys but i feel like when you use moderation and you use like slight you know subtle you know instances of introducing that character letting everyone know about how you know world renowned they are then taking them away from the story for x amount of time then bringing them back subtly here and there until they finally get their drastic moment hundreds of chapters after they're introduced i feel like that's the best execution possible for characters that you care deeply yeah. about and i feel yeah. like child emperor when you first see him you're like What's this little ass fucking kid doing at this fucking yeah, hero? So that's why I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? And he you don't see him. Comes in you don't see him minute, do shit like, for a long time after that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sin, Sin, real quick. Yeah. Yo. So the chapter you want to start on is 85, but I think you should just start from like 75. You should read when... Metal Bat versus Elder Centipede and Garo. In the Honestly, I will read that whole season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I will yeah, read yeah. that whole season. But if you don't want to, if you don't want to read, like, start where Garo is fighting the. The A class. Yeah. Okay. Start you, there yeah, and then keep that. going. But trust me, bro, you need to read Metal read Bat versus Metal Garo Bat in the manga, bro. You need that's why people it's different, bro. That. That's yes. why people hate on the anime, bro. <laughs> yes. It's not that the anime was actually they hold that fight, though. It just doesn't live up to what he Yusuke did. With it don't feel the same, bro. It don't okay. feel the same. It doesn't live up to it. Sure. Yeah, I'm excited to read it though, because there's so many like S like S class heroes I'm, I wanna see fight, man. Yeah. You gonna see most of them fight. Atomic samurai shit in the manga is Drastic, bro. Nigga, what? Him I and Flashy you, Flash. He's got no, him and Flashy uh, Flash, bro. Him and Flashy Flash, but Atomic Samurai. Yo, I want to see the big, um, the big ass motherfucking Billy Blanks looking ass nigga. <laughs> oh, Dark Shine? Dark, Dark Shine? Yeah. Hey, hey, don't even, don't even. <laughs> he said Billy Blanks. Oh, Billy oh, Blanks, Tabo. <laughs> the sensei leg glove looking at oh, him. Yeah. Oh my god, what did he say in that video? He said, That's not all you can see for phone 95 with your blockbuster card. I got a video of me and Billy Blanks in Thailand doing Thai bow with some bow ties. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh my god, hold on, bro. Okay, so yes, you need to. And, and, and Sin, I'm super excited for you to read the One Punch Man manga because when you see what these fights look like in this mm. manga, bro, I would suggest reading it on an iPad on a computer if possible but if you got to go it on your phone you can't miss no matter what you do but when you see yeah. these fights in this manga bro you are going to be like i have never seen choreography like this in anything that i've ever i'm gonna read. fuck around make a video mind. about the shit bro please bro please make <laughs> a video one about punch the one punch man, man is the only bro so I, I got i got one I like. bro i have so many one punch man reviews out there yes. that got fucking uh Strikes. demonetized because i was yeah, yeah. that i that because I, I was putting the chapters in uh some manga panels in there because that shit yeah. was just so cold yeah. So, one punch yeah, man no, is I the feel... only manga i read on my tv 
I swear you need TV. to. You need to. Uh, yes, GB. Thank you. <laughs> it's the only one I read on my TV. G. I read. Oh. I read One Piece when I wake up in the morning. I just roll over to the side of bed and read that shit on my iPad <laughs> or my phone. But One Punch Man, I plug into the computer. I plug the computer into the TV and I read it on my TV. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Okay. 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 Let's. Uh, are, do you have anything else you wanted to say about Child Emperor? Because that's all I have. All right. I kind of. I kind of want to wind down here. I don't want to take up too much time. I'm gonna throw my last pick out here. I don't know if you guys fuck with Beelzebub. But um yeah, I heard about it. But I heard about uh, it. But, but I haven't watched. I haven't I'm, read it. I'm I watched even... like the first 11, 12 episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It would go ahead. It's tight. No, no, no. It's tight. Yeah, absolutely. Go, I, go ahead and say what you want to say because I because I'm talking about say, Baby like, Beal. You feel me? <laughs> I, I, I may not have seen all that you've seen. Yeah. Um, I don't. He he hadn't gotten less annoying. Yeah. At that point yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear what you're going to say. I, I would definitely say continue, and I'm not going to spend too much time on Baby Beal. The reason why he's on my list is just because I never expected to see a baby character inside of a, like a literal infant inside of anime and manga actually have like a demon inside of him or be a demon, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Or, be, or represent, you know, like a, a, a god of destruction, you know what I mean? So right. that, that kind of Quim like... Quimba? Uh, Koenma. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you have Koenma too. Yeah, absolutely. But like... And you want to know what Koenma is? Is a really good point. So I guess I had seen it before, but um, Koenma was fucking crazy too. We might as well just talk about Koenma. But yeah, shout outs to Baby Beal. He's on. He's on my my lightning round list. All right, Baby Beal. But going into Koenma, let's talk about Koenma. That's actually way better. Um, and I don't know why I didn't even think about Koenma if I'm such a huge Togashi fan. But I had Koenma in the talk, but I'm like, yeah. niggas gonna say Koenma. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, well, here we are. Here we are. Right. Here Koenma. we are. Koenma inside of Yu Yu Hakusho was so fucking cool because this is another reason why uh, I, I, you know, he fits on this list is because. You have that like, um, you have that like counter to what your initial expectations are for a character aspect to like what goes into this list or what goes into this conversation. And when Koenma is introduced, I don't think I've ever seen a character profile like this before. You have a baby with a fucking binky in his mouth doing paperwork and stressed out about like real world adult, like, you know, like office, you know, worker stress and whatnot, you know what I mean? And you know that he has, he's in this like crazy high position of power. And like, you think that he's just like, a literal baby that who's just like the son of the you know the son of satan basically who fucking like is like stuck doing clerical work but then in the dark tournament this motherfucker's a grown-ass man take the binky out and he's doing things now you know what i'm saying and that was so <laughs> that was so crazy to me you know what i'm saying when i seen he him say, take the binky out he's yeah. doing shit <laughs> yeah they're like i had never like i had never i never expected koenma to actually turn up and activate inside of yu yu haka show like based on what i saw from his character like coming up but but yeah, man, fuck yeah. The whole the whole composed like walking upright yeah. with his arms behind him like he's a Yeah, like he's you know an old, you know old You know how the old man yeah, walk yeah, anime yeah. like walking like that? That yeah. shit always kills me when he's walking through. Wow, yeah. Yo, I zoned out for a second because I was texting, yo, but yeah. we talking about Koenma right We're now. We're talking about Koenma, yes, dude. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, isn't Koenma, dude, I, a GB fucking brought him up. I was going to talk about fucking Beelzebub. I said, nope. Let's go. Into the the show. You got to bring up Tyler, oh. bitch, man. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> I had an honorable mention on my list from Yu Yu Hakusho, actually, but yeah. it's not really, he's not really a, a character, but it, it was, was a kid. No, nah, I was a kid that was chasing the ball. Funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Funny as hell. 
<laughs> bro, because bro, he started the whole story, yo. He started it off. <laughs> he started like it off. Like the ball. mouse that like the mouse that saved the universe. Oh, yeah, bro. From God, Avengers. Bro. Holy you know what I'm saying? I gotta show him love, bro, because he started my favorite anime yes, off. You know bro. what I'm saying? Wow. Okay, shout out to the kid with the ball. <laughs> shout out to the kid with the ball. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Kid okay. with the ball. Okay. But Kawimba though. Yes, Kawimba though. Super goat. <laughs> that super goat. That's bro. Yo. Honestly, I've never seen a character in Togashi. I'm excited. Because he was is, on my list too. Togashi is so, I'm I'm mad that he wasn't on my list initially, but like Togashi is just so good at writing compelling and interesting like character like types or character personalities that you didn't think could ever be like a goaded status. You know what I mean? Like I never thought I would enjoy such a like clerical office, like cubicle working baby with a binky in his mouth. His voice actor in the dub is one of my favorite fucking dub voice actors ever. Yeah. Fucking like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he sounds like a fucking like old, like, you know, beat cop New Yorker, like Gotham, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like officer, but like with a, with the voice of a kid, like at the same time, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he's got that like New Yorker kind of like accent to it, to a certain degree. And I just love. I love man, you coin was so fucking good. Can bro. I can yeah. I add here? Yeah, go ahead, man. I, I just I just had a I just had a tie-in moment. Yeah. So we talked uh we talked earlier about Killua, and I'm always I'm always telling people, you know, like Tagashi really um Yu Yu is cold in itself. Yeah. yeah. But I really like he was practicing with Yu Yu to really write the type of like characters and the exposition that he has in Hunter Hunter. Absolutely. Um I really like now that we're talking about it. It's a lot of elements that make Killua great that exist within Quimba. Yeah, wow. Wow. Is is like a lot of the 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 the, the, the <laughs> dynamic of like I'm I'm getting excited thinking about it. Yeah, it's just hit me. I gotta write this down in my notes. The yeah. dynamic of like having these like this grown man in this child's body and you get like he still has these childlike reactions where he explodes and like yes. has this overrun of emotion, but then he's still able to like make these decisions and be an executive and yeah. move as a grown man and adult like you see that tie-in and that made him one of my special characters and Yu Yu. yeah and then i think tagashi just took that next level and was like i'm gonna create something else similar in that vein and i'm gonna do hiei but make him quimma's like personality the things that like ticked yeah dude and just throw that roll that up into one ball i never i really never really thought about it like that as far as like koema and the killer link there that's an amazing point dude fuck yeah that just hit me, man. I just had a moment when you were just talking about. I'm like, man, that's that's really on par with like Killer One. The same things that I enjoy about Killer One, I really enjoy about him. Absolutely. And it's just, it's, sometimes it's awesome. Like I go back and rewatch both the series, like back to back. Yeah. Just to see, um, just to see like Tagashi, like the evolution and like how I really, you can just see how he built on one story. Yeah. I feel like he got to the end of Yu Yu and was like, I know what I want to do. I gotta like wrap this shit up. Yeah. Yeah so i can get into the next the next vibe right yeah 100 percent. i felt that too absolutely is it is that anybody else have anything else they wanted to say about koenma wow nah he's 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 that nigga though he's that he is he, that, he nigga. Is that nigga. fuck yeah undeniably that young nigga hell yeah well this has been an incredible conversation sensei sensei inc gb thanks for joining me man um it's always a pleasure Most to have stuff. you on the show of course sensei. man yeah and family and, and i'm so glad that gb and sensei were finally able to come on the show i'm gonna put their links show for me. their respective series and their respective shows and podcasts down in the description for you guys please check their content out if you if you loved everything about this conversation or anything about this conversation you will find definite aspects of that inside of their own you know avenues as well so definitely go give them 
a shout, go give or go give them a you know, go give them a listen, go give them a look. But um, that's gonna do it for this episode of Tangential Tie-ins, you guys. Child demons, the strongest and most dangerous children inside of anime and manga. Thank you again, Sensei, for the amazing topic idea. Can't Hell wait to yeah. do it again. Um, and and check out the link tree down below. That's where you're gonna see Project Manga. Yo, we gotta come back for the whole anime character. Yeah, bro. most yeah, anime do character. If you don't hit me up to come back character. for that, bro, oh, oh. It's, it's it's beef. I got you. No, 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 no. Well, mark my words. It's immortalized on this episode. I already said we <laughs> we, we, we run it. We running this back. Most hold anime characters is definitely happening, but. Um, check us out on Spotify, check us out on Apple Music, check us out on any other audio-only platform that you would like to consume podcasts on. We are definitely not just YouTube, and you'll find the links for those uh, different platforms inside of our link tree, inside of our description. Other ways to donate to Project Manga, also our Twitch channel that we're trying to get off the ground as well will be in the link tree or uh, inside of the description as well. As well as, like I said, all of these guys' YouTube channels and podcast links will be down there too. But that's going to so do it for this episode of the project manga podcast wrapping up i'm noxy that's gb from worst generation podcast that's sensei Leglove from the youtube channel with the same name and sensei inc from the youtube channel with the same name we're out of here you guys we'll catch y'all next time peace Bye, niggas yes yeah.